0: So I got my dad hat on, yeah. I could be suitin' up. So I got my
1: bow tie on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. I could be suitin' up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' up. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats some bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and
0: bow ties. When a guy's banging you, you don't, you spin off of him. Those are the worst defenders to play against, actually. What? Because if you can feel their body, uh, come on. He's
2: talking like 18 points for Joe's only nugget in double figures. What? 69 59. Golden State shooting
0: 60. <laughs> 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 oh, nah, all right, all right. Shout out to
1: Charles Barkley. <laughs> Yo, Charles
0: Barkley. <laughs> Is about to get banned. He <laughs> yeah. be wilding. So he really be wilding, bro. Yo, that was. Niggas hilarious. talk about Shaq all day. Niggas talk about fucking uh Kent. No, this the nigga we gotta worry about. Nah, Charles Barkley is hilarious. Cause
1: he really, he really was just going yeah. going for it. Yeah. And he ain't know what was cooking. He ain't know
0: what was cooking in the pot. like, Here come Shaq.
1: Pause. Right. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know national TV out here wilding.
0: National TV is 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 comedy now. Like that like the like the journalists are the new commentators, they're the new comics. Yeah, nah. Um All man moment. You got one? Uh yeah. Um the week before last week Saturday, just when I didn't think things could get worse, I go to the barber shop. I come back home, I'm getting ready to sit on a beautiful panel. Shout out to Rich Vibes. Shout Did you out to You fuck up your hairline. Uh, nah, niggas <laughs> fucked up my car. God damn. Um, my car is fucked up. Uh windshield caved in. How'd that happen? Um I, I left the car parked across the street from my house. I'm getting ready to go out now again. And I just come back to a fucked up car. The the hood fucked up. Like the hood, like uh That then, should be
1: insurance though. Insurance should yeah, take yeah, care of that. It, sh-
0: it should be insurance, but the car's not insured in my name. Mm. I'm paying for the insurance though. That shit going to go up. Crazy. I can't afford it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to just have to pay for the shit out of pocket. Like, that don't make no sense. I can't get a break, bro. Yeah. I, I can't get a break. The passenger door side caved in. Um, what the fuck? What happened? Was it a I, tree or something? Um, no. I, I So I spoke to a few people. We're not going to say those people's names. I, fo- I spoke to a few people's. And a few of them was like, yo, D, let's be honest. Been traveling a lot, been doing a lot of shows. All there niggas in your neighborhood that possibly be seeing you in your suits drop? Possibly. I said, yeah, it's a possibility. Niggas probably just saw the car, oddly sitting. Normally you put it in the driveway. Like, I know you do. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, you know, that day I was just trying to be in and out. I not want to put it in the, in the driveway. Like, yeah, it's a possibility that a nigga just hit. And it looks like the way that the damages are, it looks like a truck fucked it up.
1: Mm. The
0: windshields caved in. Like, I'm going through it right now, y'all. Like, it's... I, I, I cannot catch a break right now. I cannot catch a break. I'm like, damn, this is either some real bad karma for some good pussy that I did not want to just <laughs> dedicate my lifetime to, and it's just, it's just... It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. It's just bad right now. Um,
1: I mean... You you know how I always feel about when a lot of negative things happen at one time. Yeah,
0: I, I know. And I, I and I knew you would give me the DJ envy. Like, yo, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, the grass might be green on the other side. You might be getting closer to your destination. I know.
1: I mean, it's, it's typically what ends up happening when a lot of... A lot, I mean, that's <laughs> been proven time and time again, I think, even with you. Um, yeah. When it does seem like the chips are down.
0: I just hate that my resiliency does this to me like this. Why do you do it like this, though? Why do you... Why does it have to be so fucking dramatic sometimes? Like nigga, like I'm still dealing with the car incident from fucking Atlanta. Yeah, but I mean look at it look at it from another
1: purview. At least you got a car to even worry about or, or have you in this position to to have this type of problem. There's people who don't even have the luxury of being able to own a car ever. You know, there's people who don't own shoes. <laughs> so when you put everything into perspective, I mean I'm not taken away from the fact that This shit is a hardship for you And um, In no way shape or form Is it fair right or just Or not an inconvenience Absolutely is but I think sometimes The best way to realize What we truly Have even when we Don't have what we want or even what we Need is to Really look at the circumstances Of others is Like Literally, people who got tapeworms in their stomach and other shit because they don't got cooked food to eat. They eating shit after other niggas and eat the right, shit. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? There's niggas in New York doing that. We don't yeah. even got to look at other countries. You look even right gotta... here in the state. Yeah, you look right here in the state. Look, that's true. Nigga, we go outside right now Thank and find a nigga. Me. You know what I'm saying? Real so, shit. you know, I'm again, that's never to discredit because... Shit, I be looking at my inconveniences and they're real inconveniences. But at the end of the day, they also they're not rich man problems or nothing like that. But there, there's something that it's like, all right, you can you can work through it, though. It ain't the end of the the world. There's some niggas that it really be like, yo, your shit is here. You (laughs) ain't much else you could do, but yo, honestly, you might have to eat shit tonight. Literally, damn, you might have to eat shit. X. Because your your mental health ain't even right. Put some season on it,
0: please. Yeah. <laughs> Put some black pepper, some jalapenos on it. Make so, it. Look- all
1: I'm saying to say that is just, you know, there's old Yes, one, I do. It, 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 can't, go, it can't go but two. You know what I'm saying? It could go low, but it can't go. Once it hits rock bottom, the only way up, the only thing up is up. Like you can't go further than rock bottom. You and so when you hit rock bottom, it's like There's nothing else left but to gradually build back up. So there's that aspect of it, but then there's the other aspect of it where it's just like sometimes we do have to look at the bigger, bigger picture. The big picture, this is some bullshit. But the bigger, bigger picture it's fucking dropping the bucket.
0: Right, yeah, I I get it, you know. That happened. I still went to the panel. I still, you know, did my thing. Everybody was, you know, uh, um, very pleased with you know what I had to bring to the table. I was I was on there with some showstopper. Shout out to all the women who's a part of that panel. Shout out to
1: the women, man.
0: And the women, the women came to slay. It was it was a mom. It was it was a mom and daughter business. I was there. Fashionistas. They make hats. There was another woman there. Um, I forgot. Uh, her name is Carmen. Um, she's a um she's an Instagram influencer. She works out. Um, and just teaches people you know how to you know properly use weights, how to handle weights, how to lift. And uh, she was dope. And then there was another uh, brother there. I forgot the specific industry he's in, but he also had a lot of dope things to add to the table. So shout out to all entrepreneurs. Um, a few days after that, I get to work. And one of my coworkers tried to indirectly, uh, I guess, get me a write-up. Um wait, what? Yeah, she claims that I didn't apologize to her over the phone. That particular day at work, I was having a rough Monday. I'm I really not gonna hate niggas, yeah, man. I'm not gonna fully go into, you know, what was like the the the, the 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 iceberg into the fucking Titanic for me on Monday last week, but the co-worker basically told my manager, Hey, um he didn't apologize to me on the phone. Manager asked me what did I say? I said I'm sorry that we couldn't get this room X, Y, and Z. However, it's extremely busy. My coworker then proceeded to go off on me. And, you know, um, in like a whole bunch of different ways, like I was trying to get a word in and I couldn't. She was like, don't ask me about no. um, No, don't tell me about you being busy every time you guys need rooms, every time you guys need this and that for the guests. We get it. I drop everything. I get it for you. I don't want to hear you talking about you busy. We all busy. I'm busy right now. And I was like, okay, I apologize. She claims I never apologized. She claims I never said sorry. Then she claims that because of how I said it to her, made her feel like I was trying to belittle her. And my manager, because he was not um, on the phone or he wasn't, you know, listening to the interaction. Obviously, he's in his office. Um, I noticed that, you know, and I might get killed. I might not. But I noticed that when there is a woman in a, because she's a supervisor, she's not in my department, but she is, you know, a level above me. When a woman is heated and she's in charge of management in another department at my particular property, I notice how men change their dialect when they're talking to women versus how they talk to men when there's mm. an issue. Specifically Spanish women. Um, if I if I'm being completely honest. Um I've learned a lot working in the hotel for the last eight months. And what I will say is that not only is there more women that we work with, not only are there more women in positions of power at my hotel. And I'm all for that. However, I feel like sometimes they abuse it because they put so much emotional angst in what it is that they're really getting at, what they're harping on versus using logic. And at my property, if you're a man that's trying to use, like, you're always going to lose. I lost that battle. Um, I wasn't even trying to fight with her. I told her, you know, if you felt like, you know, me saying we we, we were too busy, um, you know, was something that offended you because she said she was offended. Those were her words. She said, you offended me. Mm-hmm she started to then cry. Now, I I also noticed, too, when people start crying and the manager's looking at you, and you're a black man on my property, there's only but two or three of us, the manager's looking at you differently. And the manager's like, well, I don't think, you know, Henry's that type of person to do that. And, you know, but I just looked at it like, in my mind, I'm like, this motherfucker don't even really like me. Mm. So it's just making her argument even, it's just making it so much better. And I just felt like I was like alone and I literally felt like I was backed in the corner, like dead ass. So I just took the L like, yo, you know, again, if you was offended, I apologize. You know, I'll figure out a a different way to convey that it was busy. And even if it is, I'll just not say I'll just, you know, just try to, you know, assist in whatever way I can. It was just it was something so simple. XAB, I really felt like you blew out of proportion and I was literally beside myself. So like the very next day I sent the email and uh The email that I basically sent was, you know, I know that we're at work and we have like a very taxing job, but I don't want anybody hitting me up um, after hours for work if it's not about work. And if it's something that can wait until the next day, do that, because sometimes a lot of you guys um, will text or call and it's something that, you know, is simple. But because you want to be fucking annoying, you just call and you text when you know you could wait tomorrow morning. Or you know you could do it if you're in a position of management or if you know you could do it, you're in a position of being a supervisor. Just do it. Mm Because that's what the fuck I would do if I was a supervisor. If it's something that's very, very minute, very small, very minuscule, I'm just going to handle it. But sometimes I just feel like people, they just let their titles get the best of them. And it's very unfortunate. You know, I question when managers put other people in positions and say, this person is ready for this title. No, they're not. They're going to let the title get to their fucking head, and they're going to forget that they work here. They're going to think that they rule you. That's what I feel like be happening on my properties. So I love what I do. I love working at the hotel. Yeah, I know this. This was my dream job since 2014. But I see the inconsistencies, and it could be detrimental. I've seen seven people leave this property since I've been there for the last eight months, seven people. I um
1: I think that there is a larger conversation that we need to start having about people. I mean, we're going to have it a little bit later and different in a different fashion, but <clears throat> there is a larger conversation about people abusing hiding behind emotions as a means to get their frustrations anger belittlement everything under the sun out we're in in like this weird place where people can get away with the very same thing that they don't want done to them or Mm. that they cry Mm. to the world is the worst thing in the world
0: like a spare
1: but Then say, well, I can do it when I'm emotional. And then I can take it back because I was emotional.
0: Yo. Now that's the danger. Taking it back. That's the, that's, that's danger. But that's where we are. We're at this
1: space where this is becoming a commonality. Becoming the norm, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, if I scream, curse you out, and do all these things, but then say like... But, but we all know it's from an emotional place. We can't even acknowledge that it's from an emotional place. We have to actually treat it like it's rational, logical, and reality. Because it's your reality, I have to treat it like it is reality. And it's like, I can't even tell you, nah, you're bugging. You're saying X, Y, and Z said this. I was there, and that's not what they said. But I have to acknowledge that that's what they said because you heard that. Wow. We can't even tell people, yo, you were in an emotional state. I don't even think you heard him speak when he spoke. Or I didn't even. I don't think you heard her speak when she spoke. You were emotional. What you heard is not what they said. You sitting here saying they said they going to punch you in the face and they saying, yo, I got to leave the room because you're getting me angry. They never said nothing about punching you in the face. You made that part up. But I can't even tell you that because then it's I'm belittling you or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. It's a very crazy space to be in where people can't really even combat, I think, inconsistencies in how people act, what they say, what they do. Mm -hmm. Because we're in a space in society where it's just like emotions kind of rule. Um if it's if you felt it then it was real like all these different things that for the longest time we've been saying like nah that actually probably isn't how we should operate um which kind of leads into my all man moment unless you got another unless you
0: i'm gonna just leave the other one alone i told you about the other one offline we just just gonna pray for those brothers
1: got it jeez um, all oh man on my end is is pretty much is, is is right down that alley. I think it's just very very difficult to try and collaborate with people who are more interested in proving that they're right than getting to the solutions of Whatever issue or problem may exist
0: I hate people sometimes man
1: I am not interested in who's right or wrong I'm not I'm interested in the solution At this point in my life So it's like okay You might have this issue And you might have this issue And if I have to mediate these issues Cool not a problem You're more worried about Somehow thinking you're going to convince me That you're innocent You've done nothing wrong in this scenario And You're right I'm here to tell everybody today mm. Come on Nine times out of ten bring on. If you're in a scenario mm. You didn't play the part Get the dandruff out the here. Come on Now some <laughs> Sometimes Sometimes you're not intentionally playing a part. You're actually probably trying to get yourself out of the situation. You want, you want no smoke. You want nothing to do with whatever this individual is claiming that you're doing. You may have maybe even 10%, not even no big amount of anything to do with that. But once you're in it, you're in it. It's like quicksand. You didn't mean to walk into the quicksand, but you you in there. So now at this point, you gotta figure out like, all right, let me, how do I separate myself From it so this is no longer a problem How do I get the solution But the only way that you can Get to certain solutions Is if everybody is invested everybody's involved And unfortunately What I'm finding Is that there are a lot of people out there That are more invested In continuing the issue Because I think they find Some form Of comfort In the issue Mm -hmm. as opposed to finding comfort in the resolution (sighs) i'm gonna go a step further some people think that they're covering themselves by saying there's an issue here because they know they fucking up on other ends of the spectrum and they don't want you to focus on where they fucking up that really would be what it is Mm. and niggas think niggas is naive Mm -hmm. and that niggas can't see that nah i see you fucking up (laughs) And I see this issue and we going to resolve this issue so that we can then talk about you fucking up. How about that? Like that's, that's where we at with it. That's what's up. Like that's, what's going to happen. So I think that a lot of times people, people just uh, hide behind emotion, emotions. Now they're abusing emotions. They're abusing this idea of being an emotional individual, having times where emotions can supersede logic. Which for me should never be the case. Um, Nine times out of 10
0: shouldn't be the case. Um, But we're in this space. This is one of the places in society that I really feared. You, myself, and D-Flow have hinted about this for quite some time on this podcast. And we're there. We are full predictors of what the fuck I'm about to say. We've entered a place that we're no longer too transparent, we're no longer too honest. We're no longer too overbearing. We're in a place now where, if I say something that sounds made up, as long as I can make it stick hard enough on social media, nigga, that shit is real. Mm. Do, you, do you not see how many people are commenting and resharing and boosting my post's ego, my Ooh. caption's ego? We potting today, my nigga. That's it. That's that. We turn on until the wheels fall off. That's the fuck we doing. I That's think fact. I think people have most people have figured out what they need to do to make sure their story sticks hard enough, even if it's not all the way yeah, factual. Talk to them, talk to them, even if it's not all the way together true. You know, blogs, made up blogs, news, alternative news, all of these publications, all of these journalists, all of these uh, commentators—they've all played a big role because. Not only do we know the power of media, but when people on like a intellectual level tap into how they can use their emotions and channel that into being weaponized, they will figure out a way to get you so tapped into their feelings that they got you believe in a narrative that really and truly is not a narrative that they actually believe. But they're going to tell it good enough. It's going to stick. And I promise you, if if we continue to get caught up in this vicious mental cycle, this vicious verbal cycle, this vicious emotional cycle, we as a society, we are going to fall on our knees, on our faces to the demise of what could have been real social media. Because this shit right here is, I don't know what's going on anymore, honestly.
1: And if anybody needs some context as to what the good brother is talking about. All of these blogs, social media sites. Sorry, I'ma just name some of them. The Shade room. Oh, sh- baller alert. Neighborhood talk. You know, what I mean, we gotta keep it honest, you know what I mean? Some of these sites World Star, you know, purposely frame stories to invoke emotion in the people who mm-hmm. come across these posts. Pushing the culture. Unplugged On site On site we, Yo Come on, on Come on What do we mean Let's go even further Let's go even deeper You're seeing certain stories Or you're seeing We were gonna talk about it anyway But we here now We'll, <laughs> we'll get to the Met Gala All gonna say about the Met Gala Is the shit is goofy I don't know what y'all love so much about it right. If any of y'all even still love anything right. about it But we'll get maybe a little bit more into that later But Let's talk about the Joe Budden narrative Mm -hmm. that has been kind of circulating. I won't necessarily speak to what he said regarding Meg Thee Stallion and Evelyn, um, right? Because I don't know if I necessarily agree with every single thing that he said there. Mm -hmm. However, his broader point, I do agree with. We'll talk about the broader point in a second. But even in that. They took a maybe minute, 30 second to minute clip of a broader conversation in which, in that particular instance, he was trying to make a certain type of point. They framed it a certain type of way, they put a little headline on it. They have someone write a a, a nice little witty caption. And now y'all think Joe Budden is out here trying to advocate for domestic violence or whatever the case is. When you go and listen to the full episode, any logical thinking person would understand that this was part of a broader conversation. Everything
0: is clickbait. Niggas is not listening, bro. That's like that's like us on the show. Niggas is not listening. Some people, because we definitely got loyalists, and we definitely appreciate y'all. For that's real, for real. But a lot of people might just go by the blurb. and just Yeah, they, they just want we the we take. And then they be like, Oh, these niggas and shit. That's why every once in a while you have somebody on the dash and house page going in, going crazy. And it's like, did you even listen to the full episode? No. Right. So shut the fuck up forever before I block you. Stop playing. Right,
1: right. Nobody is even paying your dumb ass any right, attention. Idiot. Like you getting riled up over a post and you ain't even listen to the whole episode. Cause nine times out of ten, we didn't give both sides of a scenario. And, and
0: we always give first of all, we give sides we don't even agree with. That's but a fact. it's a side. And we talked about that prior to even taping time. Everybody oh, everything got a side. Everybody got a side. Everybody got a side. and you gotta you gotta be if you wanna fully um have an overall opinion and scope of what's going on, you gotta read what this person is saying about it, even if you don't agree with them, you got to also agree with this person is saying about it, even if you agree with them. And then you also got to agree, uh, you also got to uh, uh, go into the side that is like on the fence and they have a different angle based on what this person said and this person said. And then you kind of could come to a conclusion on your own, but to just take a, a snippet or, you know, a a, a sound bite, it's not good enough.
1: It's not. It's not. And that's what we're doing with society. And that's what social media is programming y'all to do take little snippets of information, disregard the broader detail, and then go about your day as if you're informed. You're not. You're not informed. Damn. Y'all think y'all know what's happening in in Ukraine and Russia off of the shade room?
0: Y'all got the news fucked up for real on multiple levels. Y'all got CNN... I got world news tonight. Y'all got MSNBC. Y'all got all the fucking news stations fucked up.
1: I see so many people on blog posts talking about y'all better leave the Russians alone. They
0: not doing nothing to us. No, I wasn't ready. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you know who started this shit? Okay, all right. And all right. it's like,
1: yo, even if your take is to to that the U.S. should not interfere right. in other international affairs. Where is your reasoning and rationale beyond just the shade room right. post? Like, that is not informing you. Right. Seeing uh, Putin uh, Putin made a, a threat of nuclear da-da-da-da. Yo, Joe Biden, you better. They, let me tell y'all something. Joe Biden can't. Nope. How about that? Nope. <laughs> he can't. He can't leave it alone. Nope. He can't. So I I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't know what to tell. Maybe we'll get in more detail at a later time. But, you know, I mean, I just do think that as a society, we kind of we're foregoing being informed, being intelligent, being an expert. And this is kind of where a lot of I feel like this happened during COVID. This happened before COVID. This happened with Trump in office, Mm. but even more so with COVID. Because we don't trust or because society doesn't trust experts, anybody can be an expert. We can't survive like that. Not everybody's an expert. Everybody should not be an expert because, boy. Just because I went down a YouTube rabbit hole, don't make me an expert on viral fucking viruses and viral contagions and all of these things. Because I saw a couple of videos that said, oh, well... This is what's really going on. And now I think that I'm smarter than the masses and the experts because now we've all framed all experts to be government agents and propagandists that are just trying to provocate a certain way, shape, or form. And it's like, yo, look at the bigger picture. If that was the case, this whole COVID shit would have been a lot more simpler for these niggas to get money. I promise you that. It's true. Is niggas caking? Definitely niggas are caking. Definitely. Is it maybe a a zionist uh, whatever to get it there? I don't know because I think there's simpler ways. I do. I just think that there's niggas out here just like when niggas scooped up the PPP loans. Yo, niggas finding a way to make bread.
0: Niggas definitely will find a loophole out of everything, good or bad. They good don't or find, bad. They gonna find a loophole. But we we just need to be informed and, and we need to be informed the better. We, right. gotta, we 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 have to do that work though. We can't like the good brother said we can't just be going on social media. We got to go back to the basics. Where did you actually get your and and are you actually tapped into that story? Do you know the background? Right. Cuz what's happening now don't mean that it's just happening. No, like shit was brewing for a long time. We're seeing the aftermath of what was happening.
1: A lot of us think that the world was started when we were born wow all right um yeah let's let's talk about asap and rihanna i don't know man i don't know what's happening i just feel like uh, karma is catching up to somebody asap be doing nigga shit clearly i thought rihanna kind of
0: graduated away from nigga shit nope but Nah, it seemed like the nigga still on nigga shit. Listen, y'all can say whatever you want about Chris Brown, okay? Say whatever you want. When they was dating, the only thing that was trailing this man's history is when they had their domestic situation. This nigga did not, as far as we're concerned, lay a finger on her. This nigga might be going to the slammer.
1: Yeah. Uh-
0: and it's just multiple shit popping up now.
1: I don't I, the the only part that just really is like
0: what the fuck going on
1: concerning or like I don't know what's cooking to me is Rihanna's pregnant. Yeah. This would be different if they was just dating. Yeah. But she's pregnant with his child. Yeah. And he got a whole bunch of nigga shit going on. Now, how much of this did she know prior to?
0: I feel like she knew it all. And she still made that executive decision. All right, give me a baby, nigga. Push that missile in my rocket. Let's go. push that missile in my rocket. Come on.
1: I don't think the Rihanna deserves this type of nigga shit. Um, and if y'all don't understand, uh, ASAP has a case. Uh, apparently, he shot at or shot one of his friends.
0: Right at the time. Right. Um, ASAP mob right Somebody in the mob Yeah 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 I've read it and I said I could actually believe They was having issues I could believe he did that
1: So Well apparently though. they They got video of him oh, doing it right. so, The all police right. got video of him doing it They right. raided the crib So he's going to jail Um, I don't know where that Lands everything I hope he's not going to jail But
0: He just He just posted bail The other day We have to remember this Rihanna actually po- I think Rihanna posted the bail
1: But Mm. Do we want to have a deep conversation? Because I've got a take here that I don't know. I don't know if people ready for. Is this. People ready for it. Is this. The powers at B? Is this their way of saying. Rihanna you still nigga. Rihanna's a billionaire now. All right bro. All right. <laughs>
0: I didn't even know we were going there. Rihanna's a billionaire now. Rihanna is a fucking national hero of Barbados. She's been on a roll, awards
1: left and right. Is this the world's way of saying, and not, and I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about the people in power. Right,
0: right, right, right. right. The people that's really, really, <laughs> running <shit>.
1: really running <laughs> shit. Is this their way of saying Rihanna? Oh, hold your brakes, still nigga? Your little boyfriend there, that nigga's definitely nigga. We got shit on him. Your your little baby father. We were waiting. If we really want to taint your name and and bring down your value, because let's face it, that's what all of this does.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. It's starting to bring down. It's starting to um. You 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 always say this, and I love when you say it. You always say this is starting to cheapen the brand.
1: That's a fact. <laughs> now it's it's like. Oh, Rihanna with the little baby father that's about to go to jail? That
0: nigga always got some issues in the law. That's what that's what the conversation is now. That's before, that. before it was cute. Now, not anymore. That's that black people
1: shit. You know, they oh, always got to have the shit.
0: father that
1: is either in jail or about to be locked up, in drugs, doing something they not supposed to. Didn't he say he
0: loved bad bitches? That's his fucking problem? Still nigga. Got
1: it. Jay-Z was trying to tell y'all something, man. Jay-Z was trying to tell y'all something. Y'all got to go back to 444. I'm going to have, have to to 444
0: tonight. Hey. So that we don't end up in a fucking ASAP situation. Yeah,
1: because I... That's what I kept thinking about is like, yo,
0: all this shit just started coming out once she got pregnant. Facts. Not when they were together. Not when they were together. Which is like timing, maybe? Uh, bad. Well, no, bad timing on some... Right, we're going to wait until something dramatic happens with them, and then we're going to...
1: Then all of a sudden she uh, hits one point six, Billy, and then it's like, "Nah, your man's about to get locked up, bro." How about that, bro? And wasn't it the second lockup of offense?
0: Then yeah, he get because I was about to say Sweden,
1: but something recent happened before the the mother the, the shot shit. I feel like some other bullshit so came out.
0: Something happened before that, and he he made the bail right. But the first thing that set this whole thing off is when they accused him of cheating. right right that was it that That, was it that was the shit that encapsulated all of us and i was like oh it's out of here he dodged that bullet it wasn't true this situation happened with the with, with the whole with the gun with the gun situation he posted bail for that and now this nigga this is three things now bro if this one lands lands you in the slammer Rihanna, you have to call the quits. I'm sorry. Rihanna, you got to save your brand. Not you. You got to save your brand. You will be good because you are Rihanna Fenty. But the brand's Rihanna. Don't cheapen the brand, baby girl. Baby girl, listen, if you could dodge Chris Brown's crazy ass, if you could dodge uh, Drake's toxic ass, if you could even dodge a nigga that fucking family owned oil plants and shit, you could dodge this shit. <laughs> but I don't know because you're going to have to leave this nigga ASAP. ASAP this show is lit
1: yo i be trying to tell y'all something y'all don't
0: listen y'all chicks don't listen y'all chicks be at the top of the fucking world at the top of your game you think fucking beyonce could ever date old jay-z no
1: not no more not this beyonce not
0: this this beyonce is elev this beyonce is ivy fucking park okay this beyonce will not cheapen her brand for some uh uh marcy project dick
1: let Jay-Z cheat again.
0: Let, let Jay-Z cheat. One more nigga. It won't be no more fucking lemonade. Yeah. Nah. Niggas going to be spilt fucking milk. What the fuck yeah. you talking about? Brianna? Yeah, yeah. And Brianna's don't really let she drink milk. The fuck yeah. she let she drink air? So, uh,
1: popular meme that's been going on. Okay. Another one, Spiritual Word. Oh. That's oh, another they, oh blog. yo.
0: They Rich. another one that's low-key toxic, bro.
1: Wild toxic. Spiritual Word. And they supposed work? to be spiritual. Right. Get I don't the fuck get, out of here. I don't get it.
0: Mixy dogs
1: I don't get it You really cheese me dogs
0: really, You really cheese me dogs re-
1: But they got a post up here that's like Y'all be forcing everything Then wonder why you end up feeling played in the end Don't respect people's disinterest in you You'll rather be performative to win them over Than when you don't You're upset because all this time you spent performing Was for nothing Spiritual
0: world Why you trying to trigger me dog <laughs> Why you I thought that this post stood out a lot. Why are you doing this, dog? Hey, yo, who, who's that man? It's got to be a woman that's running that page, right? I think it's it's a group. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck. Um,
1: nah, this really stood out. One reason it stood out is because I've been that person. I've been that individual that once I took a step back and realized why I was chasing what I was chasing, a lot of it was... Me coming to the realization that there's so many traits about this individual that I don't really even
0: like. All right, these models and strippers ain't for you. I try to tell you that for years.
1: But what ends up happening, right, is you do so much trying to convince this person that they like you because they are, they're playing that like they're they're playing in the gray area. Let's we gonna pod. I'm sorry, y'all. We potting today. Let's keep it a buck. The people that are worth your time, you're gonna know that off it.
0: Oh yeah, fact. The energy is gonna be reciprocated in such an amazing way. The the ones that don't really
1: deserve your time are not gonna give you the same energy that you're giving them. And once you pick up on that, that's not for you to go harder. That's what a lot. Of, that's what a lot of us do. That's what a lot of us was taught. A she, lot of you're
0: playing hard to get, nigga.
1: Dust yourself off and try again. Right, Aaliyah, Jay Z. Right, like we've been Get taught. Get off your shoulder. Yeah, we've been taught. Like, yo, I, yo, if she's showing a little disinterest, he's showing a little disinterest. That just means I gotta show them what they really about to miss out on. No, no, it,
0: it means slow the fuck down.
1: You slow go, the fuck down.
0: You're going too fast on the highway.
1: You about to play yourself.
0: You might crash.
1: And once you play yourself, you gonna feel like the world did it to you. Right. The world ain't do it to you. You did it to yourself because there are always signs. Now, I'm not talking about the instances where both people show mutual interest and Mm. then things just don't work out. That's just called life. Right,
0: but But that's the shit that be getting me tight too. mm. That's the shit that be making me feel like a part of this is a little bullshit because you could be giving somebody the energy, they're giving you the energy, and then all of a sudden, one thing Is harpered and highlighted on that you may not feel is the is the core focal point of why I even vibe together. Just like I've been learning through conversations we've been having this week, certain areas might work than others. Mm -hmm. And then certain areas may just not work for whatever reason. But I feel like we spend so much time. Generally speaking, XAB, we focus so much on the quote-unquote negative. Why is the way somebody um, does something um, to express themselves that's not necessarily directly hurting you or um, coming at um, how you may um, want to perceive them, why is that such, you know, a, a, a bad thing? Shouldn't you be happy if, you know, You know, this is happening or you're seeing this now versus down the road. And then, okay, cool. Maybe down the road at that point, you might feel like, damn, why didn't I see the signs? But I feel like some of us are just. We are so caught up in what society says certain things are and meant to be. We are going to actually miss out on good fucking people. We're going to miss out on good hearted people going to end up like the, the clip that we're going to talk about later about the young lady who was like, you know, I took the money versus the man and, and then he died. Now you feel bad. Mm. You feel bad after this person's life presence is no longer here. It shouldn't have to get to that point, but I feel like sometimes, well, maybe it does. Like I'll be thinking in my head sometime, like, what if I just woke up one day and I wasn't here who actually like would really care? I know the work that I've done. I know the things that I've put in place. So I know for the most part I'm going to be remembered. But who would actually really care? You know, there's niggas that will show up to the funeral and be like, I'm glad this nigga's dead. Mm. You know? There's some people that are going to think back to a time where we were able to have certain conversations. But because of that one fucking little thing, they just wouldn't let the shit go. And a lot of us is not letting shit go. That's another reason why shit is forced too. And I'm, you know, trying to accept that When certain things don't work out, I'm just trying not to be bitter. But I'm literally finding myself being bitter sometimes because everything be going good. And then all of a sudden it's not. And then and then the people act like all of this is you. All of this is not me. Some of this shit is still you. It took two of us to be in this space. All of this cannot be me. Mm. But then they make you feel a little crazy about um, how you're reacting to it. And you know how you're responding to it, and a part of the response, and a part of how I'm acting is because of what transpired after this person either said they no longer want to be in that space with you, or they feel like they don't have like they don't owe you an explanation.
1: I'm gonna tell you a story, and um, we go from there. I 100%. Agree And have felt Similar Sentiments Emotions Whatever you May Want to call them Bitterness Bitterness You just get
0: that Like that bad taste in your mouth Like damn I used to really fuck i really fucking Absolutely
1: After After really After dealing with someone After being told The feelings are mutual After being strung along in in a way of yo like i wasn't making this up like this is literally what we spoke about as a as a unit like i sat on the phone i heard the words or i read the text messages i knew we were here but this goes to the story so i've literally had people that i've dated Tell me maybe we shouldn't date Because I wasn't aggressive enough What does that mean? I'm not talking about aggressive enough in in terms of pursuit I'm talking about you don't yoke me up You don't yell at me You don't incite quote unquote passion in me Like you're too calm And for a long time I was like Yo how are you faulting me but being properly raised.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: But then I had to think, and it was, why am I upset? Why am I bitter? Why am I making myself? Because at the end of the day, although the actions of another can impact us, there is a point where we have to say to ourselves, they are not doing it to us, we are doing it to ourselves. Mm. We are making ourselves unhappy. They already told us the unfavorable news. Now, what we decide and what we choose to do with that news is up to us. Right. Like and for me, for a long period of time, I took the news and I let it break me down. I let it make me question myself, make me be like, yo, like maybe. Maybe I am too soft. Maybe I need to like start. Maybe I need to start doing things that I know probably aren't the best ways to be as an adult. Uh, and what I had to understand was, nah, you doing that to yourself, dog. If those type of people can't appreciate, because this was per- very clear cut for me. In your case, it's a little bit more gray, but I'm giving you a clear cut scenario right, right. To, to drive home this point. If they can't appreciate what I'm giving to them for whatever reason, maybe they still, maybe they they passed was so toxic that's all they know. So they don't know how to deal with a nigga when they start acting stupid. And the niggas like, yo, you gotta chill out, as opposed to yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, throwing up against walls and all that shit. And now that's getting them turned on because it's like, oh, he taking charge. Nah, I could take charge in the bedroom, but I ain't going to take charge in the middle of the street so that we could both get a case, my nigga. We're not doing that. Shit, I'm probably going to get more time than you. Right. So, Shit. when it was that clear cut, I had to then, it was easier for me to reflect back and say, yo, it ain't you, dogs. One, it's what you doing to yourself because you making it seem like
0: that's the last chance you ever going to get at some good pussy. And that... You know, and, and, and that right there is what a lot of my friends was trying to remind me of. You know, I had a friend tell me straight up, you act like that's the last woman that's that, that, that was made on earth. Mm-hmm. And a part of me at the time still in my feelings. And I'm just like, I hear what you're saying, but to constantly always have to go through the talking phase and the going out phase. And at this point, it's not even about money. At this point, it really comes down to this, bro. What the fuck are we doing? Like, what like, what are we doing? Because, I'm
1: going to tell you something, bro.
0: Because it's not as clean cut as I think it should be when we are not as direct. So now at, at this stage in the game, we should just really be saying after this, what do we want don't tell right. me that you're going with the flow don't tell me that you just got out of something you don't know no if the energy is how the energy is we need to be operating off of the energy fuck how i look tonight fuck how i smell tonight fuck what i said at the table. no what are you feeling right now how, how is the energy being transmitted across this situation that we have because if that energy is uh the same as mine We need to be focused on that and then we could start to continue to learn and grow from other conversations we have later. But all of this, like, you know, being stuck in your head or in your feelings or thinking about some shit that has nothing to do with what the fuck we're doing right now. Or it's getting so good, you don't feel like you should have an explanation to explain why you all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you're going through some shit, but you don't feel comfortable um, telling me about it. But it's cool if niggas is giving you head. You comfortable about receiving that. But some real shit is going on. Mm. You're not in a space yet to allow that person to, um, you know, be privy to whatever it is. But the person's good enough to take you out, buy you shit, but not good enough to really know what, what else is, like, bothering and hindering you. Yet you say you want a transparent person. I'm about to fuck your head up, bro. Please do cuz I'm just I'm just so confused, bro.
1: What if it's not that the person is not good enough? What if it's that the person is too good? Oh. What if they're too good to deal with the shit that you are bringing to the table? And that's a lesson that I learned. A lot of times what ends up happening is you as the outside nigga that maybe shown something they ain't never seen before. You become an entity that they don't know how to handle or deal with because you're too good. And a lot of times what people do when something is, quote unquote, too good for them is they run away from it instead of either embracing it or instead of even giving that person the chance to say, yo, maybe you do feel like I'm too good, but that none of that matters to me. I still want to go through with X, Y and Z. But a lot of times people are afraid of that because it's because you think that I'm perfect right now. Wait till you see the flaws that I know are there. Once you see those flaws, you're going to run from me. And then when you run from me, I'll never be able to get it back. But if I run from you and not give you a real reason, maybe in a year or two, if if everything is still the way it was before, you'll still be interested. Maybe we could try again when I think I healed my demons maybe in three years we'll bump into each other at another space in life and it'll be able to be perfect like how i have it in my head there are a lot of reasons why people do that and that is the lesson that i learned a lot of times and then luckily and thank god i've been able to have conversations with women after being in said scenario where it's like yo you fucked that up you know that right Some women take accountability. Yeah, I did fuck it up. It was because. And some, they never take accountability. But I followed their transition from when we was dating to not speaking for two or three years to them now wanting to be back in my life. And you can tell, all right, based off of conversations, girl, there are girls that you wouldn't dream, bro, would have certain insecurities that have told me. Yo, ex, I, you were too good for me. Like, I didn't I didn't know what to do with that. So I ran. I, I, I couldn't handle it. So, like, I just faded away. And then on the flip side, there are people that will make you feel like, yo, you're lesser than. Because of whatever maybe they are going through. Whatever mental space. I had a girl that came back into my life and was all excited about it. And then started to fall back, but also told me when they originally did the fall back, it was because they was dealing with something health wise. And because they were dealing with something health wise, they didn't feel like they were the person that I ran into when I first met them. They wanted to be that person again for me. That's what they told me verbatim. Meanwhile, the entire time I'm sitting here like, yo, shorty ghosted me and made it made it seem like i did some wild shit and i ain't even do nothing like i we literally we went out we hung out it was a great night and they disappeared what the fuck was that come to find out oh yo i was dealing with this this issue this entire time and like i was trying to put on a strong face because i don't want nobody to know about it so we never know we drive ourselves crazy and if we do that we do ourselves a disservice at the end of the day bro your feeling is because you did that shit right, my nigga. You love somebody with all of your heart. You left yourself open enough to do that. Niggas ain't doing that in 2020, bro. And that's why we that's why we in this fucking space. That's why niggas can't even get past the first date, the second date, this get to the part where it's like, "Yo, what are we really doing?" Because niggas ain't loving right. Niggas and women, they not nobody loving right, bro. Everybody go in there with preconceived notions. Everybody got their heart closed off. Everybody got, oh, well, I don't know what's going to happen from this, so I'm going to go in there half-hearted. But you ain't do that. That's why you feel the way you feel. So there's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, you got to know that you were doing it right. And because you were doing it right, you're going to feel a little bit of pain. But that is not to deter you. That's not to make you feel no type of way. That's not to make you feel like you're lesser than. My nigga, you did this shit right. You went out there. You had an amazing time with a young lady. And unfortunately, for whatever the reason is, we can't drive ourselves crazy over the reason, my nigga. Because the reason will surprise you. Whenever you find that out, if you find it out, the reason is going to surprise you. And you're going to be like, dead ass? I was bugging myself out off of this shit? Whether it's something that's real or something that's bullshit or something that's fake. You're going to learn that reason and be like, yo, this is what I drove myself crazy for. But I did this shit right. I came into it with my right foot forward. And if it didn't work out, it didn't. But you should be proud of yourself, my nigga, because in this day and age, it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to love somebody and really be like, yo. I put my whole heart in this motherfucking table, and it hurt. But I did the shit right, so you should be proud, bro. I get it. It's not. That don't mean that it's not going going stop hurting. That don't mean that like you're not supposed to feel pain. That don't mean none of that. But you should feel proud that you motherfucking did that shit the appropriate way. You tried something. You tried to be your true holistic self. And if that wasn't for that person, then. That's what it is, my nigga. But you are loving appropriately and you haven't done that in a while. Yeah. You haven't tried it in a while. Yeah. So to even be able to say like, yo, fuck it, I'm gonna try it now. That's amazing, bro. So fuck, fuck the reason. Fuck the, you know what I mean? All of that. I, I'm not telling you not to feel nothing because you got to. You got to go through the motions. And the motions are telling you that you did the shit the appropriate way. And that's, that's what I take from it And that's where I think you need to start focusing your energy, bro, is the fact that you did it right. You did it right. Murder. Um. But yeah, a lot of y'all niggas ain't doing it right. A lot of y'all are doing it wrong. And a lot of y'all are chasing niggas that ain't really fucking with you. They don't like you. Okay. They showing you they don't like you. So just leave them niggas alone.
0: Like said, they showing you they don't they like you. showing you bro. they
1: don't like you, dogs. So it. stop chasing these niggas. It's, it's over for that. It's like it's over This Met Gala yeah. I think I'm gonna keep Saying that Right before we end The fucking segments Every time This Met Gala shit is trash These niggas is looking like Silver bats Yeah it's done uh, The fuck
0: these niggas Is wearing Jesus Christ Um They call it They call anything fashion These days Nigga everything is not fashion
1: Yeah that's a fact Oh we gonna need Extra time For, for this next one So Alright So we got Nicki Minaj pulled up To the Met Gala She got on a cap Uh Yo, what's the fucking theme this year, son? These niggas just—I don't know—they wearing black. Uh, who this? Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Kim, what is Kim wearing? She looked like she cut her hair.
0: Yeah, she she dyed her hair too.
1: Is it? Oh, she cut. No, she. Oh, she dyed it, but it's in a bun. Ah, right, oh, okay, cool. Who else is this? Uh, Gwen Stefani pulled up. Okay, I haven't look,
0: seen Gwen in a minute. I'll find ass. Well.
1: Lime green kick cuddy look like He belongs in Harry Potter yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Fucking blue Dracula <laughs> Like a Cudi This nigga looks crazy Cuddy always be wearing some I be like alright I
1: Yo bab- Baboonie I don't know what the fuck This nigga is wearing son Yo And they call it fashion This shit is really out of control Um,
0: Alright well Nigga <laughs> like said this is really out of control <laughs>
1: meg the stallion oh boy versus tory lanes tory lanes back in the headlines again <laughs> meg well that gail king There's <laughs> so many different
0: parts to take from this shit
1: fuck i don't i don't know who advised her to do the gail king interview it was I like
0: don't. yo for this, for us to really get this story prompt you need gail
1: This was a terrible... It was a disaster. It was a terrible
0: idea. That was a bad interview. I was not good.
1: I'm not... I think the good brother and I have said this multiple times. I am not here. We are not here to tell you who is right
0: and wrong. Because we don't fucking know. We don't know. We don't know. Part of me don't really care at this point. Because it's like, I don't even know what story to believe. Yeah.
1: As y'all know, Flo was rocking... I I don't know. I'm not going to say that. But Flo felt like they could be... Something to Tory's story distinguished. You felt like there could be something to Tori's story. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was something to Meg's story. Over time, we all have moved closer to I don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah. Where we yeah. You're so right. Hey. Oh, what the is happening? <laughs> that,
1: that's Shit. where we are at this moment in time. Um and it has nothing to do with with believe in black women versus believe in black men. And for me, it has everything to do with neither one of these stories is making any type of sense. Right.
0: And now we just legally got to figure out who lying. That's what it is. Somebody lying. Oh, no, yeah. We know somebody's lying. We also know somebody is going to jail. <laughs> you has been saying that for a minute. Niggas took an oath and somebody lied on the Bible. Perjury is real. You will be going to jail, bro. You're going to jail. Now... The Gail interview,
1: what to me really, I mean, everybody has already pointed this out. And we took last week off. I wasn't feeling well. Um, but the the thing that really stood out to me was when that question was asked, did you have a sexual relationship with Tory Lanez? Right. And Meg said, um, sexual relationship? What it, and then she was like, uh, no, uh, uh, physical relationship, and she was like, "Did you have sexual relations with Tory Lane?" And Meg said, <laughs> "No, I did not have sexual relation a uh, sexual relationship Yo. with Tory
0: Lane." Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is this is like uh, this is in the book of uh, Nigilations verse uh, Cap, um, Megan the Stallion. What the fuck are you talking about, young lady? Come on. Young lady. Stop. You are the poster women for all things sex. How dare you try to almost not answer the question? Real hot girl shit, right? Where's that energy? Meg, you let niggas down on that fucking question. Not niggas. You let women down. Because a real woman would have told you, Meg, if you don't bitch, if you're going to lie, bitch, you're going to lie. But don't do it. This is nasty. This is... Uh, d- d- I, you, we know better. Meg, you knew... Man, don't be pulling on fucking Justice Smollett on know. us. Yeah, don't do that. No, no, don't do don't, that. Because that, don't cause that it. he fucked up. You're supposed to redeem yourself and not be him. You became him right there. You, I felt like I was watching Jesse Smollett right there. Did you actually know these men?
2: Like sexual? Yeah, yeah. Did you... Have, did you... Megan? <laughs> did you have- I want them shits <laughs> with the dip, though. Yes, that's my question. Um... I didn't have a sexual relationship with Tori. So why do you think he's putting out the story that the two of you had a relationship and that you're making the whole thing up? I think
1: that he is trying to deflect from the fact that he
2: committed a crime.
0: Yo, I could never... Yo, Megan, I'm telling you right now. That's one hell of a way to deflect. That's one hell of a way to... Megan, I'm telling you right
1: now. If a nigga is is trying to make up a story that he
0: fucking... Right.
1: To deflect from shooting somebody... That nigga need to be in a straight jacket.
0: He need Yo, he he he, he need he needs to be slapped the fuck up. Honestly, he need to be he, he needs to get fucked up. Megan, if you had sex with Tory, whose feelings are you trying to protect? His or parties? Cuz I'm confused. Megan, if you had
1: sex with Tory and it comes out yo, in any way shape or form, you are going to go crazy during bro. This, this trial.
0: Oh my god. She's actually might be going to jail. She was hiding evidence
1: now, and it's gonna lead and segue into our next topic. But Joe Budden actually brought up a very good point, which I was thinking as well, but their podcast beat me to the punch. This might be information that is being leaked because it won't be in the trial. Oh shit! She might want people. To know, because there's a text message that says uh, Kelsey um, had texted a bodyguard and was like, help, um, Tory shot Meg or something like that. And so a lot of this is being aired out in the public eye because it probably won't be admissible in court for whatever reason. At this point in time, they probably know a little bit about what is going to be admissible versus What won't Whatever's
0: getting leaked though, they shouldn't be using that shit in court anyway. However, that's bullshit that shit getting leaked though, because it could have been probably used in court.
1: I don't I don't well, so what ends up happening is they do the deposition and through the deposition they kinda like, this is gonna be admissible, this isn't. Oh some
0: shit is gonna stick, some shit ain't gonna stick. Right.
1: So those text messages that are now being leaked to the public may have already been excluded as evidence. This can't be presented. At all because As of new evidence. what? Yeah, it's okay. hearsay. Okay. Technically, that would be hearsay because she's a third party, and they may not be able to. It wasn't like it came directly from Matt. right. So
0: somebody said, "Yo, he actually like he did it."
1: Right, and so they can't add add that into the court documents, or or the jury is not supposed to be able to see those type of Man, documents. We we need to also see when the fuck the text was sent. Supposedly, well, from according to Joe Budden and them, it was sent at 7 a.m. the next day. That, that morning. So, the incident happened that night. Right. Okay. But 7 a.m. supposedly is when... The, I don't know. I'm not trying to credit, right. you I, know, a source that I, I... don't know. I don't know nothing about that. That's what they said, Allegedly, I don't know nothing about Allegedly,
0: it was sent at 7 the next day
1: Right. Following but the shooting. All I can say is, on that capacity of it, like, if we're doing the whole... Like PR, because this is a PR game, I feel like. it's
0: a PR. Somebody's PR is going to come out on top when this is over. Tell
1: Somebody you. told Meg to go on Gail King. Uh-huh. This would be a, Good a crazy interview. Mm-hmm. As well as this will get your side of the story out there more. She's going to... It won't even be the... And another point Joe was making is like, you didn't go to a hip-hop outlet. You went to like a white
0: outlet. You went to a white outlet because the source indirectly... Probably, they probably didn't even say what I'm about to say. The source said, yo, bitch, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. Je, je, bitch, you need to go on Gail King. Let Gail amplify your whole shit. Whether, whether whether you feel that it's going to or not, bitch, I'm telling you it's going to amplify. You want to know why? Cause it's Gail King. It's not just the interview, it's the name. I think it's the it's the
1: name, and I also think My it God. it gets a different audience. That's weaponizing right there. That, a, that's weaponizing the whole narrative. A lot of the hip hop community is now confused because a lot of the hip hop community is like, "Why mm. you didn't go to Angie Martinez?" Right. A lot of the hip hop community has been following this story for a long period of time, and now there are a lot of questions. So you might end up on an Angie. And be asked that same question about, did you fuck Tory Lanez? Answer gonna be different. And <laughs> niggas on hip hop gonna be like, no, 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 expand upon that. So you talking about you never fuck? Why does it seem like you was at that nigga house all through quarantine radio? Yo! Hip hop is gonna ask that question. We all are, nigga. We calling the station. Hip hop is the- gonna ask the question. And so you go to Gail, and your
0: audience is now... White women, I would say. Predominantly in their 40s, um, 50s, possibly, who are watching Gail. And Gale they're saying, oh,
1: my God, that poor boy shot that girl. Right. He needs to go to jail, and he needs to go to jail for a long... We don't want to hear his side of the story. No. That poor girl should have never been through that, uh-huh. and she shouldn't have. Right. If if that 100% is what happened, no way, shape, or form mm-hmm. should this man be able to walk free anywhere. Oh, but that's a fact. if there are hip-hop questions and a lot of people are saying in hip-hop that yo dog there's another side of that or yo dog I didn't I didn't see this or yo dog da 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 there and I feel like there's a reason why Tory keeps skipping and hopping along there's one of two reasons is either he know he's good or this nigga knows his, his, it's his last days and he trying to get whatever he right. can before right. them so fucking close them doors close
0: it's, it's 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 really crazy though because in a heartbeat, Tori would have answered that question. So, for Meg to not answer that, which to me is a simple question, it's either a yes or a no. It's like when the fucking guy forgot the name of the guy. He so Megan did not compare Megan and R. Kelly because y'all not gonna kill me to fucking today. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill These are two different people. It reminds me of when that guy, I forgot his name, Black Journalist, he asked R. Kelly that question years ago. That clip always gets circulated when he was like, So, like, um, Oh yeah. Uh, so about how old are we talking? And I'm just like, you gotta be shitting me, dog. Robert, are you serious right now? He said about how old are we talking, and he said it just
1: like that. And and, and, and I think he said something like, you date teens, right? He
0: did, yeah. He was like, well, how old are we talking? <laughs> and then he he did one of these where he was like this. So do you date teens? Well, how old are we talking, <laughs> nigga? You gotta lick your lips. Are you remembering what you did? Nigga, you're going to jail. Yep. should have been went to jail. It took this fucking long. This nigga robber. Going to jail at night. Right. And, and Megan, I really pray that if this is not true, it still makes you look very crazy. Because you are one of the most influential women with a voice that do music. And you advocate for a lot of women in that space whether it's sexual liberation, sexual freedom, sexual expressionism, however you want to categorize the music that you do. Because you may not even see your music as sexual. You may see your music as liberation. Maybe that's a take that we need to hear on an Angie Martinez or, or, you know, or Breakfast Club. But the moral of the story is you went to um, people that really and truly listen to our world don't come from our world don't really know our struggles their people and their you know ancestors they added to the turmoil and the heartbreak and the deterioration and the destruction of our people and it's almost like we're giving their platform a chance to reap the benefits of our pain again and again and, and write again our narrative and write on out of megan you need to also be careful this reminds me of what uh, um of what um of what a father uh told us about when we interviewed his daughter, I never forget. Um, what, what, what's the young lady's name that was on Ant Farm all those years ago? China. China, and her father told XAB and I. He was dead ass. He said, "In that quote, he said, be careful with those questions you ask my daughter, and how you cut up your clips and your and 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 when, when you're editing, because you could be helping um, uh, tell a narrative that's not true.' Be careful, you guys are journalists. He was one of the first people that actually said we're journalists. Never heard nobody else say that, but in a way, he's true. Said, yeah, that was you, such an amazing that moment. That was an amazing moment, bro. And I was humbled. I said, damn, he he taking us serious. He said, you can help her or you can hurt her career.
1: And and the, the amazing part about it, I think, was like, he didn't have to let us interview her. Nope.
0: Because mad niggas didn't let us interview them. And, nope. it,
1: and it was <laughs> mad steps that we were, quote unquote, supposed to do right, in, in order to, get to, to even that. get to her. And homie was like, yo, go ahead dogs like just be Be careful careful with my daughter (laughs) right with my daughter right and i I respect that so much
0: on mad levels bro it made me feel proud to see a father telling other young men who potentially will have the capability to become a father yo be careful with your daughter
1: and i love the idea of protecting his daughter
0: oh yeah by any means shit. i I wouldn't have it any other way he could have been like any
1: other way nigga if there was an active shooter at that moment not to Drag it out But right. she would have been protected I'll tell oh, you that yeah. much Trax. Because our women deserve protection Go Like I don't think that that I hope that's not in question By anybody who's listening to the podcast Because we're questioning this situation mm. And I also don't really put all of this on Meg Somebody at her team oh, is yeah. advising oh, this Oh
0: hell yeah it's not just all her.
1: She's an artist. I don't think it's any her. She's, oh, okay, well, damn it. But damn. besides the fact that this happened uh, to her in her recollection of events, yeah, I think someone told her, go on Gail. I don't think she magically woke up one day and said, I yo, go. I need to do right. Gail King. like, Or I want to do the Today Show or some shit like that. I think her team is like, yo, Gail is a big look. It'll get... 400 million Americans
0: on your side. Big facts. Because, Gail, the, the numbers don't lie. That interview had numbers.
1: Yeah, and they made sure to promote it to all the blogs yes, the night did. before uh-huh. and said she was going to be there 7 a.m. Uh-huh. We I- always
0: waiting for 7 a.m.?
1: Clean. <laughs> and then clips started to drop from it from 7 a.m. So it's like I don't think Megan is the one who chose, like, yeah, let's do that. I think someone from her team came to her and was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do
0: this, the next move. We don't know what the next move is going to be, but it's probably a bigger move. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a bigger move. Because if What's Her Name was still fucking doing interviews, that would be the next one. She would have to do fucking 2020, Barbara Walters. She might sit with Oprah. Nick, first of all, if she said with Oprah, it's over. Oprah's getting some shit out of her. Nobody can get out of her. We know this. But this brings us
1: to the point that Joe Budden is now like kind of getting killed for, which... I understand if you only listen to the clip, and we spoke right. about a little bit at the top uh-huh. of the show. Listen
0: to the full episodes, guys. Come on.
1: But, unfortunately, Joe Budden is suffering from right message, wrong messenger. That's what he's
0: suffering from. <laughs> Name of <the> episode. Y'all <laughs> niggas got to love it. That is actually a fire-ass thing to say. Right message wrong messenger that double on talk this, this motherfucker xab this is the world's most dangerous fucking podcast that has some voltages. i'll be trying to i'll be trying to tell niggas man but
1: not nah, that's that's what he's suffering from he's suffering mm. from right message wrong messenger wow um because if we going to keep it real there uh-huh. is a conversation to be had about the current state of the court of public opinion where i can put an allegation out On someone Or paint a picture About somebody And The politically correct Thing to do Is just believe That person With limited Or no Additional information That's where we are Right now We're in this space Where it's just like I can make an allegation About X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. I can get emotional About it Mm -hmm. Go on IG Because the rules Have changed Ladies and gentlemen In case you didn't realize Drastically People are now in tune like the good brother said earlier with this idea of if i get emotional that means you're gonna believe me Mm -hmm. it don't gotta be right but i need the attention so if i can get the attention then all i gotta do is get emotional so it's like now we're in this space where if you question that super emotional individual over there Mm -hmm. you ask for more context and details that seem as victim shaming and it's like how can that be victim shaming shaming like i just need more context because i understand that there is a, a attention economy that's been built social media has built this thing called an attention economy that translates to real motherfucking money that
0: could be a good title too <laughs> Tension economy. Oh, my God. It it translates to real money, though, bro. Yeah, yeah. Niggas is making money off of your sadness, your pain, your agony, all of that. For real, for real. And that probably makes more money than actually telling the real truth. The truth don't get you nowhere. Like, and if we're keeping it a stack,
1: this is not for anybody to get canceled. But if you identify any type of certain way. The court of public opinion is going to believe you way more than if you identify another type of way, and that's across the board. Oh, Sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If Anywhere, you identify yeah. as a black woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you identify as a black man. If you identify as a Hispanic woman, Hispanic man. However, you decide that you identify, mm-hmm. we'll leave you in a category. Where if you turn on your camera phone and cry into your your social media, the world is going to believe you way more, or care about it rather, way more than if you identify as something else. In other words, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Mm. Okay. Now, y'all niggas thought the PPP loans were scams. Unfortunately, the reality is there are people that are just using this current state of public opinion. And they're scamming the fuck out of y'all. Right. So, I mean, y'all got to understand. There was just someone, I think, portraying the aunt of the young boy, rest in peace, who was on that ride, who passed away. Yo. There was some woman who said that she was was his aunt. aunt. Yeah, Yeah, And she spoke to... The people beforehand, and it came out that she wasn't right. associated with Meanwhile, the family. she was getting
0: all that fucking GoFundMe money. GoFundMe had to freeze that fucking account.
1: There was another incident more recently with a young woman who posed with a bunch of guns in her prom dress. I saw that. And there was another woman posing as an aunt saying that she got kicked out of school and that she lost her full ride scholarship to TSU. And it came out the other day that that wasn't her aunt. Yeah, the attention economy is real, and niggas are scamming y'all.
0: Cheers,
1: cheers. I'm not saying that that's Meg The Stallion. I'm not connecting the two, but Joe Budden, in his conversation, was bringing that to light that people are preying on y'all and y'all emotional intelligence, y'all emotions in general, empathy, all of these things, and they're making a money or they're making a monetary gain off of it. Why do y'all think these gender wars are such hot, t- hot topics? Like, it's the same topic every fucking week. Facts. How much money can should a nigga make before you want to take him seriously?
0: Every fucking because week. Because
1: that's going to be triggering every time. You want to fucking know why? Because in 2022, it's hard to make money.
0: That's a motherfucking fact.
1: Money that's going to sustain you to get Birkins and Gucci and Louie and Prada...
0: It's hard for niggas to do that in 2022. I got to worry about trying to move the fuck out and buy your Birkin bag. I got to figure out which which one matters more in that predicament. Do I lose you or do I lose my mind spending my fucking paycheck? What the fuck do I do? That's where we at. It's 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 so unfortunate. Again, that type of pressure for anybody is insane, whether it's a man putting that on a woman or whether that's a woman putting that on a man, what type of status anxiety are we really suffering from in 2022? What type of status anxiety are we suffering but here, from? Here's the here's the deal. Here's why this shit keeps coming up. Because it triggers you. Definitely triggers me, bro. It triggers me. I've never used the word trigger as much as I do in my 30s. I've never used this word in my 20s in my life. It triggers the both of us because as men, we're looking at
1: this topic be overly conversed about online mm-hmm. and then you go in there right right if the caption doesn't make you feel some type of way the comments sure as fuck will yo comment section is crazy <laughs> yo. the comments will make you be like yo do niggas really believe what they saying nigga i know you live in a shoe box
0: Are you talking out the wild. Well, but you
1: talking like nah my nigga gotta make 2.1 mil for us to really be like something solid. Are you just saying that for the internet?
0: Or are you you really believe that? Do you have that clip with the show? Oh yeah, we're gonna pull that up. About to say, boy. I'm like, up. what the fuck is she and she said it so casual. I'm like, yo, are yo, you scaring me. You scaring me, Shorty. Like for real? God damn, you are what? I wanted to how much, how much money you make?
1: Well, this lady's a millionaire, so that's why she oh, said what she said. Okay. So I don't really fault her, okay. honestly. If you're a millionaire,
2: cool. but let, let's let's play the clip so niggas know what we're talking about. You know, my first marriage, we yeah. made all of the mistakes. Oh, no, Unfortunately, he one. passed right. away.
1: Hold on. We're going to come back to that. Right, because that's some, that's some whole other bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're God. Gonna, we're going to come back to that. Let's, let's find this other one real Jeez, quick. There she man. go. There she go but
2: Those types of guys don't even approach me They don't even Let's okay, just be so real Okay, so could
0: you be with a guy that makes
2: 100000
0: a year? No I want shits with the dip though That's, that's, that's,
2: that's $274 a day the
0: fuck? You right
2: <laughs> I know Okay Okay, so dinner for two And if we add alcohol It's gonna be a $300 check Do so you want me to spend that whole man's day? Like, no But those types of guys don't
1: This is where we at I mean For her? I think it's a pass. You got you make if you making a million
0: dollars. And if you don't mind me asking, what does she do for the million?
1: I don't know. I don't know what her job is. I don't know. Neither one of them from a hole in the wall. But I do know that a lot of people were. I do
0: know that clip triggered me.
1: Yeah. uh, A lot of people were saying, yeah, she makes she makes she's a millionaire. That's why she's saying what she's saying.
0: But okay, So let's take away the millionaire aspect. Because there's a lot of women that aren't millionaires that feel that way. That still talk that right. So this is what I feel like it comes down to. What are you going to be shallow about? Fuck being a millionaire. What are you going to be shallow about? Because if you're going to be shallow about how much a person makes, a part of that shallowness is not connected to how that person makes you feel. When you ultimately get into a situation where you are at that fucking million-dollar dinner and that person has the million dollars and you're happy that they have the million dollars but that meal is not happy enough to keep you satisfied with being with that person what does that money now make what value does that have cuz we're fucking podcasting today okay what value will you place on that dinner after you've spent that money but you do still you still feel like you are not you're not valued enough
1: I'm gonna take it a step further, bro. Know, yeah,
0: nigga, go up the ladder. Go.
1: It used to be a time, not too long ago. Maybe you talking about 1950s?
0: Okay, that's right. Maybe, that's, maybe to the 70s. That's right there.
1: That your character was the the number one motivating driving force Mm-mm. to marrying. Wow. Right Like a man to a woman And a woman to a man Right come on That individual's character If you look at all the movies Back then A lot of them Even highlighted the Quote unquote Street rat Dude right The dude that probably Lived on the streets We talking about Grease We talking about West Side Story Oh man A Bronx Tale Come on The the dude who ain't have it all Nope He ain't had nothing actually Actually nigga Let's take it a step forward. Nigga we talking about
0: Aladdin Mmm Aladdin ain't have shit. Ain't have a goddamn what? thing. Jasmine had it all. And Jasmine was still unhappy. Still unhappy.
1: And that person having the greatest character in the world, that dude would do anything for maybe not Aladdin. Aladdin started off shaky, but then he got there at some point. Right. Um, but that individual showing off a particular character trait. That was worth marrying. Mm. We have steered so far away from that. And maybe there is a happy medium that needs to happen because it is
0: 2022 and it's hard to live. It definitely is hard to live, but it's harder to live knowing that a lot of our mental health has been severely impacted by how much fucking money we make. It's
1: attached to money.
0: We've allowed so much of what a person's salary is. We've allowed so much on what a person's occupation is. We've allowed so much on what this person is actually doing and get money, uh, honest days of living. Because some people don't even look at that, and some some chicks want the drug. That's they, they where we at niggas. though, it, and that's why I'm getting at with the character yeah, statement. They want that. Don't niggas don't, fuck don't fuck even give a fuck. Right. As long as you making the money, right? I don't care if that nigga scamming.
1: I don't care if the nigga sticking. I, I got, got a up. Birkin tonight, bitch. He's Birkin. a stick up boy. But I got a Birkin. Come on, man.
0: That shit sounds so crazy. But it's real life. It's real life. Y'all chicks will take any nigga, most of y'all, if that nigga got money you don't care where. He could have robbed five homeless people that same night. It don't matter. How you robbing homeless people? Yo, yo niggas do be robbing homeless, bro. We this live is, in New York City. You right. You right. This city right. is so, yo, we live in such a crazy ass city. Niggas could dead be laughing in your face, but niggas is deep down inside crying inside. These niggas have nowhere to go. Nigga, a good laugh is a source of home to some niggas. That laugh is making them feel like they're at home when they about to go back into a box. So we praying for everybody that's going through a, a mental health crisis where you feel like money is the end or be of the determining factor. Yes, that's a Good Brother says, I, you know, I've always had a hard time feeling like I'm living in a world where I as a man will always be defined by nothing but my paycheck, not even my dick size, my paycheck is what is going to ultimately define me. However, I still feel like I am one of those hopeless romantics. I still want to live in a world where whether I'm making more, whether she's making more, whether we're just making just enough to make, if her and I can see um, through all that bullshit, through all that fucking noise, cross that yellow tape, and just, you know, uh, uh, cross our T's and dot our I's, if we are truly into each other, the money that we are making or the money that we are not making, how we feel about each other is going to supersede all of that.
1: My nigga, one thing that crossed my mind through the whole conversation... Yeah. damn, It's going to be crazy.
0: My man said he about to get crazy real quick one time for the one time.
1: Nigga, you can't afford to have a healthy mental health. Wow. You can't afford not to be depressed. Wow. You can't afford not to have anxiety. That's where we are, my nigga. You're paying for that you have to pay for your mental health right by the amount of money you make right like things are so crazy that you have to make a certain amount of money so that you don't feel you don't fall you don't trip into a depression anxiety any of these things scary and if you don't make that amount of money nigga
0: that's just part of your existence now but my problem with that bro because we got to take it a step further. This money that I'm making. What is this really going to mean? It don't mean shit. When I'm 70 and eight, Like what is it real? When, re- when I'm when i probably never going to be in a space. God forbid. I might not be able to even enjoy this money. Or this or the money that I've made. I might not be physically able to enjoy it. Bru- and I'm not saying
1: it don't mean shit in the sense of. Like if we become millionaires yeah. tomorrow, I'm sure it's gonna change a lot
0: of things. Nah, we are gonna be wild. I'm nigga, we doing a nigga. We not going back to fuck these niggas. Yeah, I'm getting a replacement though. I wanna, I wanna leave on a good note. But <laughs> what I'm ultimately getting at is this. But when it comes to love and romance, yeah. What what is the what does it really mean? What does it occupy? Yeah, like besides, what?
1: yes, we could go on trips right, often. Yeah. I could take you to the nicest dinner. Yeah,
0: but do you really fucking fuck with me? Like, do you really like me? But do you fuck with me? Right? Do you fuck with me, or do you fuck with the dinner? Do you fuck with the experience, the luxury? Like, do you actually like me, or do you fuck with my paycheck? Right? Do you probably fuck, do you fuck with my paycheck more than you fuck
1: with me? But wait, is it that the paycheck actually defines who I am? I don't know in 2022. I don't know either. Because like we said, right? A nigga could be making a good substantial Mm. amount of money, fucking niggas up, shooting, robbing, killing niggas. His girl could know it.
0: And not give a fuck. And don't care about none of that. You know what? I'm going to say a lot of y'all probably got that going on right now. Y'all know a lot of killers. I know a lot of people that's doing unnecessary things, robbing people, shooting folks. Getting money, though. Getting money, though. And as long as you got a nigga that's getting money, it's all good. There's also chicks that are making less than niggas that's making money, but they'll never be with a nigga that ain't got money. Mm. Not even making as much money as this nigga. But you worried about how much money he making? You need to be focused on about your money. That's what you need to be focused on. But
1: a lot of people ain't because the the status quo is
0: if you get a man, he's supposed to take care of you. Bro, you never hear a nigga. I've never heard a nigga say what I'm about to say. That's how you know we on some other shit right now. I've never heard a man say what women say. Women always say they need a nigga with money. You never hear a nigga say he need a girl with money. I, I never hear this narrative.
1: I never see these memes. Nah, what you do hear, though, is a nigga say, I need a woman that could cook and clean. Right, right. You do hear that.
0: Right, yeah, you definitely hear that, which uh, we're in 2022. Niggas, you got to start pulling your weight. You know
1: what I mean, Yeah, <laughs> y'all niggas need to guys, know guys, how to microwave you, a dinner, my niggas. What fuck I mean? is we talking about? <laughs> TV dinners used to hit.
2: Yo,
0: Yeah, buddy.
1: Hey, shit. But nah. You pop that shit in, cut the little slit at the top. Yo, hey, 30 yes. seconds, yes. my nigga, then, then turn it. You guys, that's where y'all be fucking up. Y'all don't be turning the dish around. Y'all be keeping it in the same spot. Uh,
0: that's <laughs> <spot. laughs> mad ice on the left side. <laughs> uh, the ice didn't melt on that. You didn't put deep roast.
1: Yeah, Yeah, your, your mashed potatoes fucked up.
0: <laughs> Not mashed potatoes. Your mashed potatoes is. Bridget. Joe god
2: damn. Uh, let's let's hear from For, Shorty. You know, my first marriage, we yeah. made all of the mistakes. Unfortunately, he passed away. So why did you guys get a divorce? Because I really wanted something different. Oh, it very though. unfortunate because he was the most loving, wow. kind mm. person. Mm. I, I had all the love and support that I could have ever wanted. But okay. I think I went through a period wanting money. Like I'm I sure wanted you know, to be with someone and be at a different level. And I saw him work all of the time. It's it's one thing to like work and work and work from like 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, day in, day out, and still have no resources. Mm. And for me to work, do the same, and just want a different life. So long story short, you wanted a different life and lifestyle Mm -hmm. than he was able to provide. Mm. I want shit with a dip though. This. I'm out of here, I need more money. Tell the truth. Um, I was selfish mm. oh. and took advantage oh. of a real unfortunate situation, Did you? which Whoa. was he loved me and David unconditionally.
0: That is my mother
2: completely sin. unconditionally. Is and David when you the love child? someone like that, you really accept their flaws and you accept less than what you should. So really I Whoa. should have been a better wife. Every time we saw each other, like you knew that was your soulmate, right? Mm, I mean, wow. so he was your soulmate. Mm.
0: I hated this shit so fucking much, bro.
2: It's hard because I knew how he still felt about me. He I, just loved you. He really did. And you broke his heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: I don't cry too <laughs> where does that
0: leave us first of all first of all i low-key that fucking interviewer she knew what she was doing son oh yeah she, but was, she was triggering the fuck out of me bro she was wilding she was wilding bro and i think she knew what she was doing but she was so into like the story too she was like oh we about to pr- we about to pray on this because i gotta I, I i gotta get out of you what you should have given this man and that's these raw emotions right here. Mm. You, you never gave it to him. And watching this just, just, just had me back into my fucking bit of bag, bro. I, I, I thought to myself, how many times did I not have it? How many times did I spend it all? And then how many times did I get into a bag and I spent it all and I still didn't feel like I was good enough? How many times did I do that? Mm. I did that shit like a thousand times. I did that shit so much that I realized it's not that I want to make a lot of money.
1: Mm. It's that every time I get in a
0: relationship, I feel like whoever I'm with, I have to make a lot of money. It's not that I really want to be a millionaire. It, it, It would be nice. However, I feel like every time I get in a relationship by default, because of experiences that I've had with women or women tell me that they grew up in like destitute areas or you know whatever you know their life circumstances were before they met me and they and they came to america and you know they grind in one of the things that she said is true i think most of us work very hard and there's no resources that come out of working very hard because we're working so fucking hard just to make it to the next day or to the next week a lot of us are still living paycheck to paycheck right the average american doesn't have four hundred dollars in their savings account so there's a lot of shit that's going on but i do feel like Overall, what we were talking about, the majority of this podcast episode, and what this young lady, a lot of us have mistaken love and taken love for granted because we are substituting love with how money is going to make us feel. For money is going to be the ultimate dictator of how we should start to love people, Mm -hmm. how we should start to institute the art form of. Being in love. If we're not making enough money, it is going to change how we love. If we're not hitting a certain salary mark by a certain age, it's going to affect the partners we choose. If and when we do reach that and we get to that milestone and we find somebody that actually really loves us, we're not going to know what that looks like because we spent so many years chasing money Mm. because we didn't know what that money would look like until we actually got that money. And the moral of the story is, I think for a lot of men, speaking to the men now, a lot of us are putting our emotional, mental um, state of mind in jeopardy because we are not being honest about the money that we want to make versus the money that we think we should make to keep the people that we like, to talk to the girls that we want to talk to, to be with the women that we want to be with. We're only doing that. To um, appease the ends Justifies the means The only reason Why we're going to try to attempt Or want to make that money Is because we know finally We could afford it Why would I be saying to myself I gotta make this amount of money Just to afford you I fucking wanna be with you I love you Mm. I'm now making money My number one goal To take care of you To actually be in love with you To give you kids Money is the, 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 the number one Contributing factor to this if that's the case, I don't fucking want it. I want you. I'd rather be broke. I'd rather be on my fuck. But if I know I could love you and that can mean more than the money that I make while being with you, if I can't have that, I I I, I don't deserve you.
1: Mm-hmm. I also think it's it fair, it, man. it it comes to a point where it's like, I mean, you say this all the time, in my day and you are the money.
0: <laughs> think about money when you think about me, huh? Like.
1: Yes, it's like, are you dating me or the money? But am I dating you or the money?
0: That's how I feel with women. Am I dating you or the money?
1: Because if I'm dating the money, I'm never going to settle for you. Ever. Because the money is just going to continue to come in. And if I get addicted to that, I'm just always going to have another treat every different night. Oh. I don't. There's no reason for me to, you know what I mean, besides love. But if we're not talking about love as a factor, if we're talking about money right. as the, the factor, and I'm not, I, I you said most, I won't say it's most women. Okay. I'll just say that there's a large community specifically, and I know why you feel like it's most. Right. That's because on social media, almost everything that you see is regarding, oh, well, this nigga better take care of me. or oh, this, this I'm not spending my money. I'm spending his. Uh, Where, when, and
0: how, sis Toxic Like, we better be spending our money I was just about to say that, nigga First of all, I feel like For me I always speak about our money Our dates, our goals A lot of women I spoke to A lot of women I've been speaking to A lot of them are not used to men saying our
1: No, it's, it's
0: either it's they want to... You know what it
1: is, bro? Oh my god! You making you making us. Well, this might be the last episode of Dad Has Bowties. Niggas might get canceled today. Um, <laughs> it's a status quo to date a nigga that can take care of all of your expenses.
0: Yo, uh, oh yeah, we it, actually might get canceled. All right, cool. Just say yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, it's, it's been real, guys. We definitely appreciate you for all these years. It's a
1: bragging right. To say, oh my my man just bought me a, a fifteen hundred dollar purse like it was nothing, and we're going to Turks and Caicos next week. It's a birthright, okay? It's so a rites of passage. All right, cool. It's a birthmark, okay? It it's a it's a way of one upping everybody else. Like my man, my man. We're in a space now where it's a my man has to have or do something that I can brag about. So, that when I go on social media and I post the pics, it's either he looks so good, he got a diesel body, he got this, he got that, that I know that when I post my nigga, all these bitches is mad. Or I can post all the shit that this nigga could buy for me. So, every five minutes, I could post a new purse, Chanel. Uh, You know, that's a 3000. Oh, nope, this is Gucci, that's 15. There needs to be a lot of people now. The idea of what content is and love content is look what we're doing. Not so much how much
0: we're in love, but look what we're doing. Look at what I have. Don't look at what's inside of me. I don't want to show you what's inside of me. Look at what I have that's I, on that's on me.
1: The other day I posted because a lot of times, I mean, those who follow me, you know, a lot of times I post a lot of black love uh, yes. memes, yes, black do. love in my story. It gives me hope um i posted a picture the other day and it was a couple that was on the beach a dude was laying in the sand young lady was laying on his torso um and i was like damn i need that Mm. friend hit me up and was like i know that couple personally she has a disgusting attitude oh she is a nasty person oh and it just made me laugh because i'm like Yo, how many of these couples that we post on a continuous basis? Because
0: we see something
2: nice.
1: Because they has they have a nice moment captured. (sighs) Do we post in a in an idealistic way of a goal of love, where the people involved really are assholes? She said, "I know that woman personally. She has a disgusting god. She has a disgusting attitude." Wow, I, I was like, "Damn!"
0: I think the moral of the story with that is. We have to learn. Somebody somebody told me this, and I agree. You know, I'm starting to come to the realization. Somebody told me the other day, I can only take you in doses. Mm. Your energy is too big for me. Your personality is too strong for me. All of the things you do, you don't have the time for me that I would want you to have. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're always on the go. We fall in love with the idea of really being with somebody. Mm-hmm. Not the person. Not the person. We like what we see. We like how it made us feel when we saw it. We create a narrative. We create a narrative in our head on what we think it could be. we already down the line of fucking marriage and babies and kids. You don't even know this motherfucker yet. That's where you at because you like what you see. Then, if you get an opportunity to get what you like, what you saw in the first place... You then realize, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. Because deep down inside, let's face it, a lot of y'all have seen a lot of these motherfuckers do shit on social media, and they got a lot of things going on. The problem is you're attached to it because you want to also have a lot of things going on. You don't have shit going on. You don't have nothing going on. You literally live your life in a capsule, and that capsule is called... Instagram. That capsule is called Twitter. That capsule is called Facebook. That capsule is called WhatsApp. That this nigga talking about the nation. That capsule is called Zoom. That capsule is called up. That capsule is called the radio station. That capsule is called the blogs. That capsule is called Fashion over. That capsule is called H and M. That capsule is called Gucci. That capsule is called Red Bottoms. That is what that capsule is called because you live in a fairy tale world. You don't live in the real world. You know when you live in the real world. When your phone fucking dies, that's when you that's when the reality snaps. Oh, fuck. Oh, Oh, fuck. You feel like you in the real world now because shit done turned off. You don't know what's going on Um, or fuck your phone dying. You lost your phone. Now it's really on. Now you really in the real world. You got to actually ask for help. You got to actually go somewhere to figure some shit out. Because before shit was just coming to you. All you were doing was scrolling at the tip of your thumb. Now you got to really fucking think. You got to use all your fingers and scratch your fucking head. What am I going to do about this situation? What am I going to do? And then, if you're in the process of trying to get the, what am I going to do back? You realize you put too much fucking energy in your phone. You've put too much fucking energy in social media you have lost yourself completely. You have lost your own unique individualistic ideas. You have somewhat conformed to the norm of society and what society said is acceptable. You fully realize that a part of you that used to be this fun, um, adventurous, outgoing personality, you became engulfed with everything else happening in life instead of the life of your own. You became a follower to the followers. And it's very, that's where a lot of people are right now. We're we're, we're, we're in dangerous territory, yet we find comfort in how we live in it. It's a problem.
1: And we don't know what the future holds, but I never liked you.
0: Damn. Let's go Early in the morning, late at night It don't even matter what time it is I'm away
2: for you Oh shit
0: President, whoa All right, hey If
1: nobody found time, it's okay
0: you uh, trying to kill somebody. What's going on? You, what ATL Jacob, ATL Jacob. You shit the but I got you. Every time I sip on codeine, I get wrong. Oh, Annoying the sounds of the storm when it comes. She oh, understand gosh. I can't take her everywhere I'm I've been in the field like the treasure of the corn. Uh-huh. I can hear your tears when they drop over the phone. Get mad at yourself cause you can't leave me alone. Got you know when it got crazy though. It ain't what we doing. The boy. The river. Message say the level, but I know that y'all don't get it. Why you introduce us if you knew that you was with him? Uh huh. Made Shut me him, shake man. his hand we all been fucking for a minute. Put your Walk pussy me on the so you know a that I'm a ah. Supposed to be a dog, but you don't put me in a kennel. Uh. Girl, put a muscle on it, all that barking over dinner. Yeah, I was fucking with you when you had a tiny presidential. You got better when you met me, and that ain't coincidental. Now, try to bring the best out. You guess I'm not that influential. I uh-huh. guess I'm not the one that's mad for you. Ooh. Yo. I can hear your tears when they drop over the phone ah. Get mad at myself cause I can't leave you alone nope. Gossip and messages that ain't what we doing What? Yeah taking You the world. Oh, taking a When you you be me exactly how you feel Oh, oh my god, god. I Gotta download this
1: album <laughs> no, this shit sound fire This nigga oh future shit. is on one I don't care what none of (laughs) y'all niggas say. I know some of the Future fans are mad. They wanted something different. No. Nah. Push
0: the envelope, Future. Stop giving us that same old Dirty Sprite sound.
1: Nah. We here for this sound. This shit is fire, bro. I
0: wonder why he named it. Is he talking about himself in third person? Or how other people feel? Some niggas really don't like this person. They don't like Future. I I never liked you. I never liked you. Wow. That is one hell of an album title.
1: And one hell of an album I listened to it Yeah He got some shit on here Five dad hats? I'm gonna give it four or five Yeah So, so Future's back For me yeah Oh so shit it, okay to me his best project Was Hendrix Oh okay This is right after A that A lot of people love Hendrix by the way Yeah and that's the singing one For those who, who yeah. are unfamiliar right. But this one is right after that for me Okay Right under it is man, I never is liked you, right? I never liked you. Mm. It is a perfect balance of trap future and right. singing future. Okay, and it sounds good.
0: Shout out to uh, that man, future.
1: Future's on one with that one. Okay, you know who else is on one? We've been talking about this nigga every week. Right, <sighs> where it came in. Oh, all I my heart. I think it's right. let's go. How you bring a knife to a gunfight?
0: They gon' always do it twice when it's done right. I remember riding yeah. around to the sun, like, come on. Ain't tryna argue, so I hung up. Deep mm. boy fresh with it on me, know how I pop out. That bullshit is not important, what I'm to lie about. Uh-huh. Don't play with baby, I give you something to cry about. That's a dime, that's for you and for your friends to fly. Out. Let go. Every time we outside, that she be going up. I got women trying to get at me like you've been growing up. Yes, really, sir. I know you see what's happening. I'm steady blowing up. I know niggas want me to fall, but I'm steady going up here. No, Started from the bottom, how to fuck them up here. If you really came from nothing, then you know how that feel yeah. Ain't no extras on the steppers, that's the way that I live. Put some extras on the blister, yeah, that's what I did. Hardcore. Frozen. Got my mind that's one of, of our more powerful blacks. This
1: nigga baby is back,
0: yo, baby, yo, baby. Dropping every week, yo, baby. Whoever is in your camp, whatever support system you have, it's probably one of the realest support systems I've ever seen in a long time from a from a rapper. Because that nigga been on one since he came out. No lie, just been hitting it hard, real shit. All
1: gas, no breaks.
0: All gas, and that's the energy I need to have. You know, shout out to it? everybody that's been reaching out to me, checking up in on me. All gas, no breaks, man I, I, I have to I, I, we, we we all have to tap back in Who this? This nigga Giveon drop. Oh, shit Right
1: at a week after Justine Sky Toxicity on high Toxicity on high Y'all just gotta get back together and stop it This nigga She said Her song is something, Lie This nigga said, Lie again <laughs> You already know Giveon
0: Niggas is doing titles Title for title Let's go Too
1: honest to me I'm sorry, okay
0: Justine, I love you, but this
1: shit harder <laughs> Oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. this shit harder I don't want you to say it, just let me think Damn. only yeah, 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 yeah. So sweet until I I'm making love to somebody beneath. to this song, I'ma tell you that much
0: First of all, what I really love is how he has a very, very unique voice. And he finds ways to let his voice shine without feeling like you're listening to the same record. He added a new pocket on this song. Yeah. It's the same sound. Yeah, it's the same sound. But a new pocket. Exactly. So shout out to Givion for finding different ways. To utilize his very unique voice Because I can't see him on everybody's record Clearly I feel like he's going to have those one-offs Like, you know, he got, you know, records with Drake and shit like that And it's going to sound good when it sounds good But not with everybody Same, you know, way I feel about Capella Gray It's not going to hit with everybody we, we we like to sound We got to find different ways to use what we have And uh, give you honest fond than that So uh, congratulations to the boy
1: Somebody who, who found a way to use what they had and get back on We've been talking about this young lady for a minute I think she got one. Let's go, Tink.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Featuring even, 2 chains. can't smell like bond, I'm a Nina. Uh-huh. to me and you What? a Woo. Yeah. I
2: know
0: Tink started off as a rapper,
2: but yeah. her singing yeah. been a'ight. Nah, well, I love her when she I know you I Just wanna put my arms around him. Ooh. Life will be purposeless without him. I'ma kiss your neck, and I'm at my best when I got you standing right here. Cook you a meal, then I wash your clothes just to show you I care. I'ma cater to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You're the man of my dreams. I wanna fulfill all your I wonder your needs, who spoke to Beyonce oh yeah. about playing this record. Me cater to or you. I am I Stay in your devil.
1: Tony I like your skin on the tip Let's go 2 chains be bodying fucking bitches do God damn this nigga be wildin'. Kalani dropped the project Ooh. Let's get it Kalani it's, it's a good week for music, y'all oh. We trying to tell y'all something Y'all gotta get back on y'all bullshit
2: I could blame it on a physical. I could blame it on your lips, your touch, your kiss, you know real traditional. But your love's too original. You were anything but conventional. Baby, did you? That's know one of our more powerful blacks. From the moment we fell in and knew we couldn't fall uh-huh. back, knew I'd always crawl back. Baby, it's the everything for me.
1: Another nigga that
2: dropped. My man Sam
1: Smith back. Oh shit. I wasn't liking his music for a minute, but this one good
2: for your health. Every day I'm trying not to hate my uh huh. But lately, it's not hurting like it did before. I want shits
0: with a dip, though. Maybe I am learning how to love me more. It used to burn. Mm. Listen. Okay. Kinda. They trying to make summer crazy. Summer will be crazy, bro. The next nigga that's getting ready to drop. If if you haven't, if you guys haven't seen the tour, Lil Baby and the one and only Chris Fucking Brown. Jack Harlow next week. Yo, it's about to get stupid, dog. Summer, I feel it. May, May. Is, it always gets crazy at the end of the last week in April going into May. Because you know when June comes, nigga, everybody outside.
1: So this interesting meme popped up. Um, There was a young lady who basically was talking about how she was on a date. And on the date, the dude brought his mother.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, my God.
1: And then the mother, I guess, text the young lady and was like, now, you didn't have to be rude and get up from the table and leave the date and not come back. Now, naturally, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is absolutely insane. I think for a first date, you should not be bringing your parent.
0: That's but! Oh, oh. Conjunction.
1: Bro, how many times... Have you went to go pick up a young lady and take on a date, and found yourself in the house of said datee's parent?
0: Oh yeah, getting grilled, and,
1: and it felt like you was on a date before you went on a date.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Except bro, I I I remember the first date I went on with a chick years years ago, maybe like like almost three years ago, and the girl was late, and she uh, well she she was getting ready, and the mom basically asked me straight up. What's your plans with my daughter? Just like that. And I was like, well, to be honest, I met her at an event. Um, Me and you was actually at that event. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I met her at an event, and we just kind of got to talking. And I really liked it. You know she's such and such age, right? I said, yeah. I said, however, I said, we are of age. I know I am about to be 30. I'm not 30 yet. And she just turned 24 or, or something like that. I was like, however, I think she's mature enough to make that decision on her own. She's the one that obliged when I asked her to go out on a date. Now, she could have said no, and I would have respected it either way. However, we were both at an event. We both had similar interests at the event, and I kind of want to see where it goes. She's like, okay, because there's no man in this house. I was like... That's too much information over it. I was like... Because
1: if you was one of them ones... Yeah. You telling niggas, yo, get the lit. and You know what I mean? Like... It mom, was That's and, too much info and, for a first date.
0: And she was upset because she was like, I know my mom was grilling you. She wasn't right then and there, but I'm just like, Why do y'all chicks do this to niggas? Why do y'all leave us with your moms? Yeah. Your mom's gonna kill us, dog. Especially if your mom finds out that we older. She was killing me that night. And I was like, damn, I, I can't make I cannot make this Haitian um no, I can't make this Jamaican lady like me. So I'm just gonna um, you know, be cordial. And bring it, and she was like, "Yeah, um, and make sure she's back at a certain time, please." I was like, "God damn!"
1: Now, but <laughs> I do want to evolve this conversation because I think everybody, for the most part, will agree: bringing your mom, dad, uncle, brother, significant, uh, other of a parent to a date, first date at that, first date is. Kind of nuts.
0: Maybe the second or third, not the
1: first. But that's my point, though. Later down the line, I feel like bringing parents on dates is helpful, and I don't know if people may not agree with some that.
0: People may not, but they parent don't know them when they on a date with niggas, so at, their parent gonna see the real them.
1: At some point, I think parent dates are necessary. You bring your mom and dad. I bring my mom and oh, dad. Oh
0: shit, he going to another level. All right, cool.
1: Let's go on this date and let's see how everybody interacts.
0: You're giving me ideas. All right, cool. I like that.
1: Let's see how everybody interact because.
0: And let's, and let's do activities too. And let's do something. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. Let's go, you know, ice hockey. I mean, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Pool, whatever. Like,
1: let's do it. Because
0: at some <laughs> point
1: I do think bringing a parent, or even if it is, yo, we going out with my dad. Cool. All right, yo, we going out with my mom, even though on a separate occasion. I think all of that is important. I've been watching the ultimatum. Yo, I've been watching the ultimatum too. There are you parts of it. Yeah, well, I didn't see the reunion, but reunion I, fi- is I I finished I finished the overall arc, so I okay. know who's with who, right? Where shit ain't work out, right? Um,
0: I I, I knew who was gonna break up, and I know who wasn't. Some people, I think two of them surprised me. Though I was like, and
1: oh. we know Jake was getting with Shorty. I already listen. We do Jake together with Shorty,
0: and it's crazy because I, I, a I, part of me thought Jake was gonna go back to April, but when he, when when he, I'm
1: glad he didn't. April, he didn't. April, April, April was not for you, Toxic, bro. Yeah, April wasn't for you, it's Toxic. April wasn't for you. This nigga Colby was the number one savage of all time.
0: Colby was a real savage on that show. I'm surprised he ended up. I still think that I don't know if that's gonna work. He I don't Madeline, know if that's gonna work. You, Madeline is too good for him.
1: And she she's looks she looks like a spoiled jar of mayonnaise to me. But Really? Yeah. She's not that attractive to
0: me. She's not that attractive to you?
1: Not to me. And I'm not saying she, you know what I mean? I'm sure everybody she's, got their own flavor.
0: She look high to me. She, I would say Shanique. Shanique's attitude. Ran, Shanique's she, attitude is disgusting. Randall is too good for Shanique. I'm sorry. Randall is like you. Very laid back. Randall doesn't do too much. Randall doesn't even act like he's like trying to do extra shit. But
1: I have a different take on Randall. I can't say it on the podcast. You know exactly what I'm talking about because the rest. Everybody know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't. Yeah, I seen like you. Yeah, I I don't know, (laughs) bro. I don't know. I don't know Shanique know him better than all of us Shanique do know better than all but, of us but, but Yeah but literally but, but I don't know hey, I, I don't know he, I, said,
1: so, he said something in the first episode right. And I was like bro come on This is too You teeing it up You <laughs> you teeing it up man I don't know dog uh, But um Yeah Zay I, is toxic Zay is toxic as shit Zay And is- the nigga needs hooked on phonics
0: Yeah <laughs> First of all, I was like, why did they bring this thing on the show knowing that every word is and you shouldn't uh, you um. should I was like, yo, this is a. this makes great TV, but this is bad.
1: This is they brought Zeke from power on the fucking show. That nigga is Zeke's cousin, my nigga. (laughs) Fucking Zay. Nigga share the same nickname as me. Get this nigga out of here, dog.
0: Yo, 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 yo. That nigga Zay boy.
1: That nigga was OD toxic. Nigga got to the elevator and, and said, um, uh, uh, just know that I loved you,
0: right? And and, and, like, God, yeah, nigga. Like, you're making this mad dramatic. Man, like, get the fuck. The camera person was like, "Say this one line and then dip off." We gotta make. We gotta also make it. A, first of all, I'm surprised during the reunion. I'm fucking it up for you, but I'm surprised during the reunion.
1: <laughs> I don't want to hear it, nigga. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Save it
0: for next week. I'm going to finish the. I'ma okay, fin- I'm gonna finish the reunion. You this got week. to because there was a part that happened during. The actual full episodes that they didn't bring up, and I was like, you know, that nigga could have went to jail, right? On the jail tonight, and they they didn't bring it up. I was like, you know, if I was a woman and I hear the, for the words no three, and I feel like I'm saying no more than once, and you still not, something got to give.
1: All I know is Shanique uh, oh, oh yeah, definitely gave that nigga a hand job.
0: Oh yeah, and that was not discussed ever. No, it wasn't brought up at all. In right.
1: Yeah, she gave him a hand job and gave him some tissue. I don't, I don't want nobody to miss that part. That was like episode three. Go back to it. And then she was beating the nigga off and gave him some tissue afterwards. So
0: what I feel like is on on, on the show, this was one of the most. Like this show to me was more triggering than watching The Bachelor.
1: Oh, yeah, it's worse than it's worse. Because
0: than the first of all. Whoever's the producers, I know Nick Shane's and his wife is, like, you know, the host. Whoever actually came up with this show, y'all niggas is on to some shit. Because I already know the next one's going to be 10 times crazier than this. Oh, yeah. And, and they going
1: to have more black people on They're gonna have what sure. First
0: of all, and they know black people really, black people help that show a lot.
1: Oh, that's a fact.
0: You know, we helped that show a lot. Because, first of all, Shanique is very toxic.
1: Shanique reminds me of a lot of women that I dated where it's like she kept going from zero to 100 real quick. Real
0: quick. And I'm just like, bro, first of all, the thing, the number one thing that that show taught me, there are conversations that I'm not having and I need to start having. There were some interesting conversations being had.
1: What it taught me. It taught a lot. Shout out to the ultimatum. Was what I'm doing in my dating life is what I should be doing. Because oh. a lot of these motherfuckers were about to get married And they didn't even have a foundation nope. Of their relationship
0: They over here want to save relationships Because they see other niggas getting married That's cap
1: Yep Because the only ones that I really think um, Should have walked away And they did walk away Was uh, Jake and uh, Shorty Um, What's her name? Jake and um Ray? Yeah, Jake and Ray. They were the only ones that actually looked like they were going to last. Colby looked like... He wasn't ready because he was out there in the clubs dealing with other chicks while on the three-week whatever when you were supposed to just be having a marriage experience with someone else. Granted, the person you wanted to have it with, her homie went and yoked her up and was like, nah, we out of here, but... You didn't really do that. And then you kissed Rachel the last. I mean, you kissed April the last night. Right. So I'm like, you wasn't really ready for that. You just, I guess, you don't want her to be with anybody else. He was real tight when he heard Randall had a piece of her heart. Mm -hmm. So
0: I don't know. I was confused about all of the people that bought people on the show and you was getting in your feelings. And then and 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 then, and and then saying shit like it's natural, it's actually not because y'all should not even have been here. If you if you know you're a real jealous person and you giving this person an ultimatum, there's a chance that nigga could slip. Yeah, and they out of here, and they out of here. That's it. You cannot be upset about that. Yeah, what you talking about? It was a chance that I really thought Randall was gonna fuck. And 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 listen, Mad she was Madeline was all over that nigga Randall. Oh yeah, she was fiending. She was fiending. She was fiending more than he was fiending. She definitely wanted it. She and she said,
1: "I'm dick. highly sexual."
0: Right, and I felt like if he wanted to, which he looks like he's one of the good guys, could have fucked her whole. World. If mm-hmm. you that first of all, if a good lot, guy. if a lot of people, right. if a lot of people, <laughs> I'm done. If a lot of people would have had sex on that show, a lot of people would not be in relationships right now.
1: I feel like Zay and and she Shanice definitely fucked,
0: and she did not say that.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hundred percent
0: sure she they did fuck. not say that. <laughs> And I think they, I think they fucked more than once. That's a fact. Because she had a lot of sexual energy that was being suppressed. Because I feel like in their mind too, they also had to say to themselves, "Yo, we are on a TV show."
1: I think Jake and Ray fucked. Oh,
0: nigga, they did. Yo, I'm sure. Ray, Rachel, I think, yeah, daddy.
1: Oh my, Ray was Ray was nice. Damn, she was a baddie. Shanique was the best dressed. Ray, I don't know what the fuck they had her in the entire Shanique, time. Shanique was the best dressed. April was was somewhat cute, but April definitely reminded me of toxic, a annoying, yeah. toxic girl. She
0: was toxic, bro.
1: Yeah, you doing too much. But I
0: could tell that sex was oh wow. Yeah, all right. I feel like Jake had way way more crazy sex with her than he did with Ray for,
1: for sure. sure. For
0: sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, go go check out the we'll Ultimatum out the if you ultimatum, have not yeah, We ruined yeah, a lot yeah, of we it. Were, if, yeah, sorry, <laughs> but,
0: we you know we we you know when you know when when you look at a show and you get fully invested in the characters, you know you get fully invested in the character.
1: But uh, full breakdown next week because we're gonna we're gonna do the reunion and all that. Yeah, we're gonna break that down. Yeah, um, Babuni is a new superhero for Marvel. Congratulations to Baboonie. Uh, give him a round of a motherfucking applause. Shout uh, out to uh, Bad Bunny. Okay, uh, yeah, Bad Damn, I'm missing this shit two times. Baboonie! All right. So we're about to close out with this conversation here. I don't know, like, social media really got us fucked up, y'all. Right, 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 right. There's fake niggas out now. Yeah. So we got a fake Drake.
0: Making money. Yeah. And Drake (laughs) said he don't care about him. And we got a fake. Little Dirk, he almost died the other day by the real Dirk. <laughs> perkyo, Perkyo got
1: a little little Perkyo. Perkyo, you got a chill. And then Perkyo
0: mm-hmm. did something with six nine the other day. Gets
1: set up by six nine mm-hmm. to or supposedly, supposedly gets set, set up, set up right? by six nine to be in his video, and uh, essentially they they put him in a corner and put a uh, uh, King Von jacket on him. Totally inappropriate, disgusting stuff. Wow, um but the only reason why we know about it is because the blogs are working overtime to make six nine hot again i don't know if y'all realize it fuck the six nine antics six nine is playing is paying these blogs. i want oh, yeah. y'all to notice
0: the six nine is that he was giving away money the other day so i was like it's not good enough. It's, it's not the same not the, it's not hitting for me dog
1: when you was doing all of that and still whatever it just was a different feel. Now you just—it's like everybody knows you're trying to get hot. So you doing everything in the world. You are trying to beef a little dirt. You trying to uh give away money, right? You you trying to now beef with uh some former NFL player. Like it's 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 a lot of corny shit. And like I said, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it now though. If if y'all let this nigga get hot again. I'm really like, I'm done. I can't, I can't. I fuck with hip hop, but I really don't fuck with what hip hop stands for right now. Like, And if, and if it really stands for, you can do anything. And no repercussions. And just and no repercussions. Just, and just you fine. can get hot and people right. support you. Right. Like, it's really the epitome of what I, I can't support. It, like, that's just
0: trash. It's disgusting. It's like, you know, Benzino beefing with his fucking daughter. Disgusting. It's disgusting. You know, lying about his sexual preference. Bro, if that's your life, that's your life. That's don't, you ain't got to lie, Craig.
1: Going extra hard on, on Craig, social media about what lie. you do or don't like. I don't care.
0: I don't give a fuck either. But
1: you going this hard make me be like, my it's, nigga, you sure? It's probably true. You sure? Don't suppress it. Right, that's none of my business, though. I try to stay away from shit that ain't none of my business. That shit ain't none of my business. That's why we haven't covered a lot of shit that I'm sure... Y'all niggas seen and been like, yo, these niggas should probably talk about it. Nah, no, we not. not.
0: Nope. Nah,
1: I'm cool.
0: And when we do that, we're going to have the experts from those worlds, from those realms. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm, I'm, I'm we're cool. Not, we're not going
1: to get killed for some shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm
1: cool. I'd rather ask the questions to the people that fuck right. with us that can have those conversations and answers yeah. with us. Other than that, I'm cool. I ain't, I'm ain't. i not dealing with none of that. Right. You got a tough knot, broski?
0: Um, I wanted to write it down, but. I also wanted it to come out like natural. So I'm going to just try to piece it together basically. Um, We spend a lot of time giving people our heart. Mm. However, those people don't have the power to acknowledge that we have a heart that we just gave them. And they are not reminded that they too also have a heart. They just feel like they have something beating in their chest. It's not the same as us giving a heart. It's like, okay. I don't know if I'm like in a space where I want to give my heart. I think I want to keep it. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge who I'm liking or talking to, but... Give it. I I feel like give is like. Give might be the right message, but it might be the wrong messenger. Like. Maybe not me. Maybe you should see it and be like, you know, I would love to be a part of your heart, but I don't want you to give me your heart. I don't know if that makes any sense. It
1: it makes sense. I think. I think giving your heart is a privilege and a luxury for those who are able to be in a space where you would like to do that with them. Unfortunately, we live in a space and time and maybe fortunate, maybe again, I think sometimes it's about us changing our narrative. Maybe it's not. Unfortunately, maybe it's fortunately we live in a a, a space and time where not everybody's able to accept, receive, or handle that. And why I say fortunately is because that is an ultimate prize to give somebody Giving somebody your heart is love on a level That maybe not everybody should be able to accept, receive, and handle Right? It's like Excalibur Not everybody could pull that sword out of the rock But the ones that can are worthy of doing so And are able to do great things with that Same thing with Thor's hammer Right, Not everybody is able to pick it up But the ones that are are worthy And I think sometimes we have to think of our hearts the same way Not everybody's capable of capturing our heart But the ones that are are like truly worthy of it And the ones that aren't, they just weren't meant to be here And the pain will always exist It's always going to come It's going to be a part of the journey But in that being the case We become better And I truly believe that I do understand that we get scarred. And when you got scars over your heart, it's hard to penetrate it again. But once you let all of that heal and you're ready to try it again, we become better because we learn so much from being hurt. We learn more from being hurt than we learn from not being hurt. Right? If you touch a stove, you learn instantly not to touch that stove ever again when it's hot. Mm -hmm. When you're just told like don't touch the the stove sometimes you got niggas that is curious like uh one day i might just touch the stove just to see what the fuck uh everybody was talking about right like you 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 don't get hurt so you don't learn instantly that that is just something you probably will not do or want to do you're gonna burn yourself your skin gonna be peeling off all that shit like you don't want to do that you might sit there and just say to yourself i keep being told and i'm i don't want to do it but i don't know so you just learn a lot quicker when you're hurt. And sometimes that exponential growth allows you to get to the point where you 100% know what you want. You 100% know who you are. And you know 100% know what you will and will not stand for. Mm. In my experience, that's what I feel like happened with me. I was burned so many times. You've been there for a large portion of them. And it made me be like, I won't forget that last time I felt burnt. I felt like I finally found a young lady that checked all the boxes. Oh, yeah, I was sick. Sweetheart. Still still sick about that. Beautiful. Amazing. Intelligent. Silly. Liked all my interests. Like, I was like, yo, she checks off everything. Like, this is a great situation. And. Granted, Where I needed to take accountability was I don't think I pulled the trigger As fast as I probably should have Or needed to in terms of saying Let's make this exclusive Let's make this something serious Let's make this a situation Where it's leading towards something more than uh, Just we're dating, right? Like that's the onus that I needed to take And that I should take But on the flip side of it when that hurt happened when it became a realization that this wasn't going to work out i was able to reevaluate so many aspects of me where i said yo this keeps happening but why does it keep happening wait a minute why didn't you pull the trigger quicker what about you is stopping you from pulling the triggers with with certain people that you know are really good catches or you know is a really good situation Like what is stopping you from saying Yo I want to move forward On one end of it you can always hold on to Yo I these people Have these certain aspects that Are shaky and uh, They suspect I don't know If I really want to deal with them because they haven't Proven on, on this level 100% great but Do you even really know what you like Or are you just letting what you like Fall into your lap And it's like, you're hoping that this is going to equal up and add up. And I had to really come to the conclusion of like, yo. I don't even know what the foundation of what I really like is. I'm liking a whole bunch of different jack-of-the-box type chicks. And it isn't adding up in certain instances. And I had a conversation with Naomi. Shout out to Naomi. Who was on the show not too long ago Over the summer And we were just talking about certain things And I was like yo I don't think I ever had a partner That I could have conversations So fluid So easy So translucent So fun So hilarious As I do with Naomi And I'm like now granted, Naomi is his in her, her own situation. I'm not saying that I was like, yo, Naomi is the I'm not saying that. She I wasn't saying Naomi's the one. What I was saying though is like that aspect of our friendship. Right. You never saw that,
0: never had that in a partner. In a partner.
1: And it made me go, <sighs> but I want that in a partner. Yeah. I want to be able to have those type of conversations. That's gonna keep me way more than anything else. Those type of relationships. Right. So if I've never been looking for that, if I was to build a person at previous stages of my dating career, I would have missed that piece and I probably wouldn't have been happy. So I had to reevaluate the whole thing and be, but all of that came from disappointment from that last situation Mm. where I had to sit myself down and be like, yo. What is it that I really want in a relationship? Right. What is it that if if this was presented to me right now, I wouldn't even play the I wouldn't even play a game. I'm pulling the trigger immediately. Great conversations one. Great intellectual conversation. Bad chick, great chemistry, intelligent, sex appeal and sex drive. All those things, I'm like, yo, I really want it. But now I kind of have the details of what that looks like mm. in terms of being able to have, I want the conversation of Naomi. I want the sex appeal of XYZ. I want the intelligence of such and such. And now I know what to look for. So when I see it, I ain't going to let it escape again. Another episode of Dad Has a bow Ties. Peace.